Sziasztok, Janó vagyok. Közép-Európa első világra szóló podcast csatornáját hallgatjátok Magyarországról. Ez a Budapest.fm. Hi, my name is Ray, and you're listening to the number one podcast station in Central Europe. Budapest.fm, podcasting to the world from Hungary. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Talking with Willie, episode number seven, lucky number seven. And I could not think of better guests for episode lucky number seven than my dear friends, Eddie and Maria. How are you guys doing today? Yo, what's good, Willie? Hi, William. Fellow Americans, sort of. You guys actually did not originally come from America, though you lived there for quite a while. 20 Eddie, years. 20 years. What about you, Maria? My whole life, basically. Your whole life, basically. And where, did you, where were you born, Eddie? Pula, Croatia. Croatia. And about you, Maria? Tuzla. Tuzla. Bosnia. Serbian Bosnia. Bosnia. I've actually been to Tuzla. That's Serbian Bosnia. Serbian Bosnia. The Serbian side Wait, of Bosnia. Wait, correction. I was born in Pula, Yugoslavia. Yeah. That's the correct. Pula, Yugoslavia. Yeah. Before the war. And is that why you originally came over to America? Was because of the Yugoslav war? Yeah, we left like right at the end of it. But you left together? No. <laughs> I never knew this girl until Arizona. So where did you guys meet? In Arizona? Yeah. And how did that happen? Do you um, recall? It was, um, oh my God, my friend's <laughs> Valentine's Day party. And we were partying and we found I, each other. I come other. to this party and this girl's drinking, what was it, tequila out of a bottle? Dancing on a table. And I was like, okay, I got to talk to her. That's pretty cool. Match made in heaven. The rest is history. <laughs> so you just went up there and said, hey, what's up? Or was there a smoother pickup line than that? I mean, I didn't really need a pickup line. I just walked in being me, and she came to me. She started spitting game, and I was like, okay, I'll talk to you. That's actually pretty incredible, though, because born, you know, in the same part of the world, coming over to America for similar reasons uh, due to the war, due to the conflict, and then you randomly, by chance, meet each other at a party while Maria's drinking tequila on top of the table. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea of her background or anything like that. I thought she was American. That's pretty cool. Kind of like fate. Soulmates. Soulmates. <laughs> and so you lived in Arizona. Uh, where in Arizona? I grew up in Phoenix, and then we moved to the Scottsdale area and lived in Tempe also. It's all pretty much Phoenix. Phoenix, Scottsdale, yeah. Tempe. I've yeah. never actually been to Arizona. What is, what's Phoenix like as a city? Hot. It's super, it's a desert. It's dry Very and hot. hot. All but you can do is swim and tan. It's, it's always so hot. hot. Like in the winter, you can go swimming. What are we talking winter? 80 degrees? So yeah. Like 75. Yeah. And summer, you can fry an egg on the sidewalk? 120 oh, yeah. degrees. Bake cookies in your car. <laughs> People do this. And is that... Uh, insufferable or like how do you tolerate that you just have good air conditioning yeah you definitely you can't be outside for more than like five minutes that's why you need to be in your car and ac and then you run to wherever you're trying to get into i used to faint AC. all the time in arizona like just that pass out really so hot yeah did you ever hurt yourself no but my friend's dad died because it was so hot he was hiking and just died this is crazy. common people die hiking. i mean he was older yeah Hiking deaths. Like people have to get airlifted out with helicopters because... They can't finish the hike. Yeah. I mean, to me as a New Yorker, I, my impression of Arizona is just like this crazy 
uh, land that I have no idea what it's like because I mean I just think of like Arizona State like the college is all known as this like crazy party school yeah. and like it seems like this very new place obviously being one of the newer states um, I know about Sedona National Park but that's Ooh, really beautiful pretty place. much all I know about and Lake Havasu, right? That's a Lake Havasu. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a snobby northeastern liberal elite. I don't know anything about the Arizona has like the most natural wonders. There's so many beautiful natural spots. We have the Grand Canyon. We have Antelope Canyon. Yeah, is it Antelope Canyon? Antelope That's Canyon. a cool swirl. Yeah, of red I, know ones. I know that. Yeah. I know that canyon. Uh, we have the biggest meteor crater in the world. It's, they say it's the one that killed the dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. I did not know Legend that. has it. That's pretty cool. And are you guys proud to be, what do you call each other? Arizonans. Arizonans. Phoenicians. Phoenicians. A good Louis C.K. skit. I don't know if we need to quote it right now, but... Uh, Let's hear it. What is it? People from Phoenix are Phoenicians. Oh, that's the whole thing? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then uh, what... what, um, what led you to living your life in Hungary? Because that's where we met, was in Budapest. Um, and how did you end up here? Well, we ended up in Croatia first, because I had to go back to Croatia, because that's where I was born. They kicked me out of America. They kicked you out of America? Uh, more or less. I mean, technically, chose to leave. it was a voluntary departure. I bought my own plane ticket and stuff, but I kind of had to go. He could have stayed. He just didn't want to wait. I was detained by the immigration people, and if I stayed, I would have had to be detained for months while I'm doing my paperwork. So he came to Europe for years instead. <laughs> so you're basically like a political exile from the country, kind of like Napoleon Bonaparte or someone of that ilk. Or maybe even cooler than Napoleon, some might say. Oh, some might say that. Cooler than Napoleon, though. I mean, some people think that Napoleon is a terrible, despicable person, and others think that he was a great emperor that tried to conquer the world. And he wasn't actually sure. He was my height. Really? Yeah, he was like 5'8", right? No, he was 5'10". Oh, wow. I mean, that's ridiculous that they pegged him as short because I'm 5'10". I mean, I, you know... They were haters, bro. Napoleon was cool. All right. From one exile to another. So you got asked to leave America, and then you went to Croatia. And where did you, where did you end up in Croatia? Uh, split. We did our research when I was in, in immigration jail. She was... Looking it up, like, oh, where should we go? Zagreb is a good choice. It's the capital. But she looked at Split and was like, oh, my God, this is like a fucking paradise. But it wasn't when we got there because it was November. So it's it only a paradise in summer. It was boring and cold. Yeah, it was terrible. She was depressed. We didn't have our dogs, so she was more depressed. We left. We, like, so for quickly. Her, <laughs> six months later, I'm... Thinking of what to get her for her birthday, and I decided I'll get her out of here because she doesn't like it. And so I tried to take us to uh, Vancouver, but that didn't work out because I got denied entry in Toronto Airport. So we just like wasted all this time and money trying to move to Canada. And that was her birthday gift. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. Heading to Canada, Vancouver. They don't let you in because of your squabbles with ICE back in America. Criminal history in the U.S., yeah. And I had to stay in jail, in normal jail, like orange jumpsuit, whole nine, over the weekend until our flight back really? to Croatia. Yeah, That's wild. She stayed in a hotel, and I was in jail. So you end up in jail, <laughs> she's researching. You end up in jail, she's staying in a hotel. Right? Sounds like uh, Maria's in the better position in <laughs> most of these situations. Well, Maria didn't do anything wrong in any of these situations. What did I do? Shoplifting. They hate, it. They hate me. 
haters gonna hate uh, so petty crimes a little bit of issues go to split too cold depressing november and then you head back to croatia and then we have to go back from canada to croatia but this time we land in zagreb and we're like let's just stay here capital city less boring yeah it was it was cool more cold but less boring <laughs> we lived there for two years and met some film makers uh, gabor was one of them from budapest and he met us and he was like, hey, let's do a project, documentary project. So that's why we came out here. So you were living in Zagreb. This is like around 2016, 2017. Yeah. 2016. This guy. 15. Mm-hmm, 15. This guy, Gabor, he's a Hungarian film director. How did he meet you? All right. So we bought weed from this dude that was like a film editor in the Croatian film scene. And we met him and he told us. He told his director friend, Igor Bazinovich, the most famous, famous Croatian, Croatian director, he told him about us. And Igor was doing a joint project for CPH Docs. Yeah, the Copenhagen documentary festival thing. And he was partnered with Gabor. And they, were, they wanted to like, talk to us and do the short project with us. So that's how we all met. His name Basically, is yeah. Igor Barinovich. Barinovich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long story short, yeah. a short project turned into a three-year project, which no, I well, did not sign up for. They were supposed to do a project together, but then, I don't know, there was like a dispute, and then Igor did a short film, The Lovitz, with us. Great film, good Great film. film. We shot it right before we left Zagreb, and then we came here to do a full feature documentary. With don't Gabor. watch it. <laughs> Don't watch it. You haven't seen it. It's not. Has it so, so the Lovitz, I just heard this name, the Lovitz. Who are the Lovitz? They made We're the Lovitz. I thought you were the Garibovici. No. <laughs> no, we're not. We're the Lovitz. And what, what makes you the Lovitz? She's Emma Lovitz. I'm Eddie Lovitz. And we're the Lovitz. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. And what was the documentary about? It was about our work as webcam performers. Webcam performers. Yeah. So, is that something that you guys do professionally? Some would say I'm a some award-winning would, professional Some would say she's a professional model. webcam model. Some would say I'm also sick of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's been doing it too long. Nine years. Uh, Ten years trying. almost. Wow. And what kind of awards have you won? What? We've won. Bold of you to assume we've won any. Well, she just said she's an award-winning. Oh. Uh, we've won uh, <laughs> Best Couple many times. We've won uh, Best Website. Uh, just this year, won Best Content Creator. Oh, yeah. When are we going to get that trophy? It's in the mail. It's on the way. Yeah, no biggie. Gratulalok. Congratulations. I mean, I obviously know about this being friends with you as I am, but for the viewers, I was just interested if you could tell some of the awards. And from my impression, you guys are some of the most successful webcam models in the entire world. I mean, you have a HBO documentary being made about you. Don't watch it. And that's the one that was supposed to be great marketing. It was like reverse psychology. It actually is pretty good marketing. I mean, now I think everyone is very intrigued. Um, what can I say that'll make people not want to watch it? Why? Why are you so against the documentary? Is it just a fucking shit show? Really? Every time we filmed, she was, was so not angry. having it. She's such a diva. I just hated it. Was it something that you agreed to do and then very soon after you realized? I agreed to a short project that went two years over contract. It was just so long. Because every time they wanted to shoot, she didn't want to. I just don't like it. So much work. Yeah, it's very, they're very invasive. 
yeah. like for a documentary. They just they're really there like for everything. Like, and a, a, like, can't you just say sorry? I don't want to film. Or they just yeah, she yeah. did that a lot. <laughs> That's I why just, it took. I four tried years. to do that so much for them to quit, but they wouldn't quit. But now it's done. Yeah, now it's done. Thank God. They're editing. And do you know when it's supposed to come out? September. Hopefully not. This fall, probably Amsterdam <laughs> Film Festival. Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't watch it. That's the, that's the word of the day. Is there a title for the documentary? Working title, Emma Show. Emma Show. I'm Emma. So you're Maria, <laughs> but you're actually Emma in the in the cam world. Yeah. Professional I named name. her. I created I actually this. named myself, first of all. Okay. How did that name come about? Why did you choose Emma? I really like the name Emma. It's a trendy name. And I was trying to come up with the last I name. I came up with Love It. I really wanted to be Emily Rose, but then that's the exorcist. So <laughs> he came up with the Love It. And the Love It. I'm so European now. <laughs> you gotta love it. So the process of getting recruited to do this documentary, this guy Gabor's Hungarian. And did he say, come move to Hungary? Or was that just a coincidence? Um... I think we wanted to. We, we wanted like, to get out of Zagreb, and he was saying how great Budapest was, and we're like, "Oh, we'll just move there to make the project easier," because we were actually enthused about the project yeah, before we realized exciting. what a fucking headache it would be. But anyway, we got to Budapest. We loved it. We stayed, tried to avoid the project, and just enjoy Budapest. Nice. The, the whole time we're filming, I'm doing my best to make it work, while she's just doing her best to make them run away. Yeah. <laughs> but in some ways, isn't that kind of good for the documentary? Like a little bit of conflict and drama, or I mean, a little bit would be good, but constant conflict. And it's shit show. It's worse than Jersey Shore. Don't watch it. They should make a documentary about the process <laughs> the of making a documentary. That would be At good. one point, Gabor started doing that. He was oh, like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they involved themselves in the documentary because I guess it was just so entertaining how I would bully them. <laughs> are they happy now with the finished product? Are they like excited to edit it? Or are they- Actually, Gabor told me recently, he's like, I think this is going to be really good. Don't watch it. He's like, I don't want to get your hopes up, but this so far what I've seen is super good. That would actually be a better title than the Emma Show is just don't watch it. Ooh, <laughs> hey. Or the Not Emma bad. Show, don't watch it. Yeah, Either subtitle, way. don't watch it. I was actually involved in one day of filming for that documentary. I think it was the Budapest uh, Gay Pride Parade yeah, in 2019. Um, and I hope that they used that footage. I'm not they probably will. counting on anything. but <laughs> That was a fun day. She missed out. Yeah. No, we took you along eventually. I right? went for the after party. I didn't go to the parade. The bridge party. Yeah. Remember how things used to be? We used to go on the bridge and drink. Just act very recklessly and expose ourselves to all sorts of microbials and germs. That was pre-microbials and germs. It didn't exist back then. But Maria, aka Emma, you've always been sort of oh, yeah. socially distant. Uh, corona precautions. She's a germaphobe. I'm just a germaphobe. I wiped my phone my whole life. That's why she didn't want to put on these headphones. Yeah, but it's okay. I'll just take a shower anyway. My hair is dirty. It's okay. Oh, that (laughs) was why you didn't want to hear the headphones. Okay, that makes sense. I don't like sharing any kind of head accessory. If she's going to... It needs to be brand new out of the box, and then she has to wipe it down with, like, sanitizer sanitizer wipe. (laughs) So... Have you guys really enjoyed living in Budapest? You you like the city a lot? Yeah, yeah, we love it. I mean, it's not Paris, but we love it. It's not Paris, that's true. I mean, I think it's... I've never been to Paris, but from what I hear, it's better. 
I mean, I would really like to live in Paris. Because in Paris, you would live in like this tiny little closet of an apartment. You know, Paris is the most expensive place in the world to rent an apartment more than Hong Kong or New York. Really? I did not know that. It's so hard to get an apartment in Paris. Apparently, if you don't speak French, they like won't even consider you for most of them. Well, that counts you guys out. I don't believe that you speak French. Although, Eddie... Je m'appelle Edouard. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) Definitely not getting an apartment with that performance. And where do you live in Budapest, by the way? We live on Nadorut. Is it safe to tell people this? How many people listen to the show? Is someone going to kidnap me? Is anyone Hungarian? You can just say what district you live in. Belvaros, Lipotvaros. Yeah, someone already ruined it, but okay. Yeah, someone already ruined it. (laughs) Well, it's a long street. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, and also, yeah, I think it would be pretty hard to... Either way, Nadorutsa is uh, actually the Hungarian name for, like, the... Palantine? The Palantine, exactly, yeah. who was essentially, during the Austro-Hungarian Empire, you had the emperor, who was Austrian, but then he had the Hungarian, like, leader, sort of like the hand of the king that ruled over the Hungarian domains. And the uh, title is Nador. The Nador. Uh-huh. Yeah. So do you like living downtown? Is that a nice area to live? No. We, we live in a great it. building. Baby, you want to take it from here? Oh, yeah. We live in a great house. So, uh, well, I mean, damn, if anyone's going to kidnap me. I, we live in the Tigris house, which uh, was actually started construction Joseph in 1813 Hield. by Joseph Hield. Finished in 1840, and it used to be a really grand hotel, and it had Europe's first fireproof horse stables. Wow. And, and we today, still have those that horse, horse stable is like this grand dining room for private events. That's yeah. pretty sick. I didn't know that. It's a great building, great building. And uh, we have plaques of this woman who was um, like the princess that the house was like built for later. Like after it was a hotel, it became like a family house. And it's just really pretty castle vintage vibes. That's awesome. I mean, it's one of my favorite apartments in, in Budapest that I've been to for sure. If not my favorite, it's kind of spectacular. It's my favorite. It's, it's, a, it's a great apartment, but it has its dirty secrets. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Well, it's a pretty big drop from the top floor, so I don't know. All right. Now we basically painted out a roadmap to get to your apartment, so maybe Lord. we should change the subject. What else do you like doing in Budapest? Do you guys go for walks? Do you... Skateboarding. Oh, you're a skateboarder, right, Eddie? We, we both do it. We, 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 um, I push her. I, I get forced on. to skateboard. <laughs> She's too lazy to push her own boards. So no, I, I, I cruise sometimes. I like city cruising more than I like skateboarding. What do you like about skateboarding, Eddie? Um, I like the freedom of it, you know. Just pushing your wood. <laughs> down the street feeling the wind in your hair you know going through traffic nice breaking your own you hurt yourself you get real gritty you know you fall on the ground and i like that what's a skate scene like in budapest a good skate scene? it's super good and i actually heard about the skate scene in budapest before i came here really yeah like people who do skate tours from california this is one of the stops where are you for some of your favorite skate spots in the city? Fovamter is good. I like the the fountain and then the one on the other side. It's like a little ledge, three stair. But I mean, this skate park that they just made at Dayak, I like to go there. They redid it, right? Yeah, they redid it. I actually don't really skate in the park. I like to skate around it. Mm-hmm. There's too many good, people in there. There's a good flat ground. There's some good stairs. Uh, Ter has this nice little fountain with lions. All places you're not supposed to skate. There's a three stair next to the church by the white bridge. What does a day in the life of a professional webcam couple look like? 
so yeah. leisurely because we never were. We're not camming. We, we basically per, retired a long time ago, yeah. So despite living in, I think I can say this confidently, the nicest apartment I've seen in Budapest, you guys work a fraction of the days of the month? Uh, if maybe three to five days, but I am basically have to drag myself to even do that. We're trying to transition... To be mostly OnlyFans, because that's way easier. Oh, yeah. OnlyFans not even work. We love OnlyFans. Oh I'm just God. trying Did to be a housewife. This? That's all. Do you remember the Cash Me Outside girl from Dr. Phil? Not Cash Me Outside. How about, How about that? that? Was that the girl? I saw you post something today. My girl just made one million on OnlyFans. Yeah. So the Cash Me Outside girl, she just turned 18, made an OnlyFans in six hours, a million dollars. That's pretty crazy. Crazy. It's a new record. So the OnlyFans economy is just exploding now. Blowing up. What were were you doing before? What was your main uh, distribution? Webcaming. And what, like, was there a site that you used mostly? Streaming. Streaming, right. Streaming's great. We still love streaming. Just work and OnlyFans, equal pay, no work. Streaming's like the bread and butter and OnlyFans is like this new luxury where you just... You know, do nothing. Do nothing. Don't have to communicate I mean, as much. I don't want to say do nothing. There's we a lot of things. work involved in marketing it. Yeah, marketing is the work. But what I do, I just get back to people and post the same as I would on Instagram for free. But OnlyFans, you get paid for. So now, Eddie, you have to do more work. Mm, about the same. I used to do the, the, the marketing work for our website. But now I just do that for OnlyFans. Webcamming is marketing for OnlyFans. Like when I'm live on webcam, it's exposure to people. And then they just find your OnlyFans through that. That's kind of crazy. In the past year, the industry has completely flipped on its head with this whole OnlyCam. Yeah. I mean, OnlyFans, excuse me. Um, is there anything drawbacks to OnlyFans or anything bad about well, it? Well, they're about to make it super shitty. Yeah, as of today, new terms of service as of today. So OnlyFans basically owns everything you upload to their platform and they can reuse it, distribute it in any way they want. But to, the like, worst part is they're going to start putting OnlyFans in the billing oh, of yeah. the credit card. Oh yeah, they put OnlyFans on billing statements now. So like people's wives are going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> That that sounds like two pretty terrible decisions. I right. mean, maybe it's good for them in some evil, manipulative I way. I don't know but why they would do that. It yeah. must be a legality thing, I guess. Nah, because you have your company. It used to be, what, Phoenix International? Yeah. Now fucking OnlyFans? <laughs> oh, OnlyFans is a Phoenix. Oh, no, it was your company that they put on, so Phoenix International. No, 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 no. That's like their company that owns OnlyFans. It's Phoenix International? Yeah. Well, that's sort of poetic. It's spelled diff- it's Phoenix. It's like yeah. F-E-N-I-X. Okay. Well, still. And so now they're going to, they own everything that you upload. That seems to me even worse than the credit card statements, which is kind of just like maybe an embarrassing thing for clients. But yeah. the, the other part where they own everything that you post is kind of uh Yeah, that, that's sketchy. Kind of like, why didn't they since 2017? And now all of a sudden, like, what? But you're still preaching the gospel of OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still gray. It's still going to be there. You know, just complain a little bit, but it's gray. You got to complain a yeah. little bit. I love to complain. <laughs> I hear that's an, a Hungarian thing, too, to, to, to complain about stuff. I really like that about Hungarians. So as Yugoslavs, former Yugoslavs, Bosnian, Serbian, Croatian, uh, now you're here in Hungary. And is there anything you just said the Hungarians like to complain? Is there anything else you've noticed about Hungarians? The women here are so friendly and nice. There's like hardly any bitchy, rude women. And the men? Oh, and people are, men and women, are very fit. There's no fat people. I don't know, man. There's Our cab driver today. It was fat. The man oh. who just brought you he here. He probably is not Hungarian. 
maybe compared to American standards. I think also in the, I mean, they have a, they have a very rich diet, the Hungarians. I will say definitely when you're walking the streets, there's a lot more fit people than in a city in America, but that's not really saying much because America is the the, most obese, I think next to Mexico. And what about in, in your days, you said the life of a professional webcam model, you wake up, you do work maybe two or three days a week. Uh, or a month, a month. Yes. yeah. Good <laughs> so I don't want to make it seem like you're actually lifting a finger over there. No, we're uh, we're actually working every day. It's just not. Huh? It's like different. We're not webcaming every day, but there's always work to be done. Yeah, there's always laundry. Dogs need to be walked. Dog medicine needs to be issued. So dogs sound like they play a pretty big part in your life. I'm just a housewife. That's what I like to do. You know, I have like I wake up, I tidy up. Give medicine, walk I'm trading cryptos every day now. For the last two I'll weeks. get to the cryptos in a second, but first, what about your dogs? What kind of dogs do you own? We have three dogs two Haram Chihuahua Suki mixes Kutia. from Arizona. Flutau. Yeah, Flutau <laughs> when they were healthy. Now they're 10 years old. One's so fat, just got lumps. went to the vet, and the vet said he's a very strange shape, and now he has to get his hormones tested to find out why he's got three. Non-cancerous tumors. He's growing fat lumps all over his yeah, body. He's growing lumps. And that's like Chewy. A potato Chewy, sack. Yeah. And then Chewy is the twin of Fiona? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're twins. They're Chihuahua pincher mix. Fiona got heart disease. Now she has to take medicine twice a day. Every day. day every at the, day, same, at the time. same time. It's so difficult. And then Leroy used to be homeless. We rescued him in Croatia. Flea ridden. Flea, dirty, disgusting dog he was. Now I never beautiful. knew that Leroy was flea-ridden. Oh, yeah, it was the worst. Oh, yeah. the vet he was said, a street dog. It was the worst case of fleas they've ever seen, and they had to leave him at the vet's overnight with the flea treatment on him for like 12 hours because it was so bad. What he kind of dog? What kind of dog is Leroy? Tibetan Spaniel. Tibetan Spaniel mix. Really gorgeous, beautiful dog. The most beautiful dog in the world. Color? Black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And it, I'm surprised as a germaphobic person that you were so eager to adopt this flea-ridden... Well, oh, we dogs were, don't bother my germaphobia. We were fostering dogs in Zagreb Just for like a few months. <laughs> you were we, fostering dogs? We fostered like 10 dogs and Leroy was the last one because when we adopted him, we were like, we can't keep fostering dogs. I mean, we did do a few we, more. We did one more after Leroy, two more after Leroy, actually, because we couldn't We say fostered no. this husky that kept getting adopted and then oh, returned. I wish we adopted him. He was so great. He was biggest. He was like much bigger than a normal husky. He was huge with like blue ice eyes. blue eyes. It was fucking crazy. Wow. It was great. I've never seen you guys with a big dog. Only uh, the, the little dogs you have now. At one point, we had like, what, eight dogs? We had seven dogs living in the apartment. And we had that huge husky. Plus like three other huge dogs. A tiny little, uh, what is that thing? Uh, Pekingese. Tiny, a like, like a little puppy. teacup Pekingese. Super tiny. So we had a whole range of sizes. Do you guys love all animals or just dogs? No, we love all animals. Mm, you don't love all animals. What animal don't I like? Shrimp. I love shrimp. Then why do you eat them? I know it's wrong. Roaches of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so you only eat shrimp? I eat shrimp and salmon. Tuna. So you don't love salmon? Some some fish, some fish, but you don't you don't eat meat. I don't eat octopus anymore because they're so alien we I didn't do not, eat I don't any eat animals for like what a year or two my hair started falling out i couldn't be vegan but you are vegetarian i am veg- vegetarian minus the fish and pescatarian i think plant-based okay. if I'm you plant-based, eat mostly yeah. plants plant-based mostly plants yeah have you seen that new documentary sea spiracy no and i don't like i just saw fish. it on netflix but i didn't click on it it's about the fish right it's about the fish 
What about it? I never, I never saw it. I just heard about it. It's, it's like too much fishing, and then there's no fish left for the native people, and it's so much plastic in the ocean, and it's like fucked up. You haven't seen it. You don't know what it's about. I can guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you mentioned something about trading cryptos, Eddie. What's that all about? Yeah, I mean, I got into trading stocks like last September with Robinhood, and I did that for a couple of months. And then I was like, this is boring. So I did like major crypto, Bitcoin and Ethereum. And then that got boring. So now I'm into like these really small cap back alley cryptos that just came out that are like one millionth of a penny and have this huge potential for growth. Wow. He's basically gambling. Uh, Yeah, it's a casino. You're a small cap back alley crypto gambler. Mm. And what about, uh, I heard you talking about the other day, these NFTs. I still don't really understand what an NFT is. So an NFT is a non-fungible token. So fungible means like like money is fungible. So $1 is always $1. There's a million dollar bills, but each one is the same thing. But when it's non-fungible, one thing, it's like rare. It's like one of one. And you can verify that you're the owner of this one thing on the blockchain, which can be altered so that makes it rare and exclusive and people are just making art they're making collectibles like video game objects thick pokemon thick pokemon that's my favorite oh it's so hard to get those dude he wasted so much money just trying to buy pokemon (laughs) when they drop a thick pokemon there's like a few of them and the second it drops you have to try to buy it and when you buy it you have to pay gas fees on the Ethereum network, this is a huge drawback of Ethereum. But even if the transaction... Ethereum runs on gas? Yeah, you have to pay gas fees for the transaction. It's like a transaction fee. Like a transaction is a car and the gas makes it go. So when the network is clogged up, you have to spend more money for a transaction. And lately it's been like 50 to to $100 for gas fees. So even if the thing you're buying is $50, you still have to pay $50 gas. Wow. And or, even if you don't get the thing, you still have to pay the fee for trying. Yeah, you don't get the money back. So it's like super annoying trying to buy a thick Pokemon when it drops. Like but, one time it was so bad. We were trying to buy an Ava Star, which was only like $400 or $800. But the gas fee was $3,000 just to buy it. I was like, what? Did you buy it? No. no. What's Ava Star? It's an NFT. It's like these Like faces. an avatar, basically. Yeah. Okay. So taking care of the dogs, back alley, crypto gambling. Some documentaries and films. Do you, you guys watch a lot of stuff online? We're watching Snowfall right now. Good show. Good show. It's about selling crack, crack in the eighties. Selling crack in the eighties. It makes me want to be a drug lord so bad. Oh god. <laughs> she doesn't want it, but it's coming. When you say that as like a sort of a joke, do you actually have desires to embark on a career as a drug lord? I think it would be a really cool way to spend your life. I will leave you. She's down. This is how, when we were dating, I was a small time drug dealer and she was into it. You were not anything. She would count my cash and do my drugs. (laughs) I never did this. All my profits. So this was back in Arizona? Yeah. This is like before we got married. We dated for three months before we got married. And then you got married. Oh, you, so you guys, okay. Well, I, I know that you're married, but you got married and how long have you been married for? A decade. A decade. More than a decade. 
And Eddie, you're 31. Again. Maria, you're also 1992. Mm-hmm. My age, 29. 29, 31. She's 28 at the moment. 28. Who, who's coming to her birthday party next week? I, I, I am, if I'm invited. You're not invited. It's a secret, guys. <laughs> you're not allowed to have events. <laughs> Jesus. So 29 and 31, and 28, almost 29 and 31, and you've been married for a decade. That's pretty impressive. I don't know how she kept me so long. I don't know how I haven't killed him yet. <laughs> She's a she's a Serbian witch. She put a spell on me, so I can't leave. Witchcraft. We have a Ouija board at home. <laughs> that's pretty. That's a that's a good story. Serbian witch comes and puts a spell on Eddie. You know, Serbian witches were a real thing. When oh was yeah, this? yeah, fifteen like hundreds. Like yeah, long time ago. And they had a thing where they would get men and uh, chop their penises off, and then put them in, in a jars. jar and wear the jar as an accessory. And his penis jar. That's something that's been threatened against you? Is that why you mentioned it? Yes. No. Many times she's threatened to chop my cock. <laughs> As she puts it. How do you feel about that? Uh, uneasy. <laughs> <laughs> so how did we meet anyway, Eddie and Maria? I you know, so Ray asked me that and I was like, okay, we met through Tom Bean. Tom Bean. Bob Tomash, a friend of the program. He's been here many times yes. in the past. I think that he actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure that he met you on the top of the Corvin tattoo, which mm-hmm. was the nightclub uh, in Blaha Luisa Terre that was open late hours and it closed yeah. down. Um, and I think, he, I remember he came home one night because uh, we used to live together and he said, oh, I met this really cool American guy, really cool American guy, had tattoos all over his arms. His <laughs> name's Eddie. He does some sort of like uh, porn or something. And... Uh, yeah, that's, I, I was like, oh, it sounds like a cool guy. And then a few weeks later, I think he, he invited you over to our apartment on the Dohan Yutsa, number 82, Tobacco Road. And you both came. I remember meeting you both in my apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, and what did we do? I'm trying to party. remember this. I hated the bathroom. Because your birthday party was late. Oh, yeah, they were pretty gross. Yeah. The birthday party was good. The pirate-themed one Alexa Yeah, we had made. the pirate-themed yeah. birthday party, a lot of rum. Got a lot of rum. That one rum. girl who passed out in the bedroom. Was oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. I think <laughs> she was. Yeah, that was funny. Speaking of rum, do you want you want to have a rum, Eddie? I'll have one, sure. Only if she has one. I do not drink. Babe, come on. I can't. Sorry, guys. Why are you such a square? Mm-hmm. Come on. It's hip mm-hmm. to be square. How do we say cheers in uh, Croatian? Zivili. Uh, Zivili. Givili or Givio, like um, may no. he live. Some people say Givio. No, who the fuck says that? Baby, so foreign. No. Do you have any grounding life philosophies that sort of keep you uh, structured on a daily basis, like things that you use as? Oh, I have a, a like a motto that I live my life by. Is it a? Mo- it's not a motto. What is it called? A mantra. That's it. That's I live my life by this. Bitches ain't shit. And what does that mean? I mean, someone's getting their cock chopped. <laughs> I don't know, but it always comes up, right? You live in fear of me. I know you do. And what about some of your tattoos? You want to explain some of those? I see you got a whole litany of tattoos on your arms and legs. And This is my first tattoo. B-L-O-G, blog. Blog. So you used to have a blog when you were younger or what? No, it stands for busting loads on girls. Busting loads on girls, just like your Instagram handle. Exactly. Busting loads on girls. And what's the story behind that tattoo? Well, it was me and my, my friends in high school, and 
we made it like a gang, you know, camaraderie and all that. And the, the gang was called Busting Loads on Girls? Yeah. Like me and the two other guys got blog tattooed on us. What's up with them these days? Uh, I keep in touch with one of them. He's, he's doing okay. I'll, you know, a lot of my friends, sad to say, a lot of them are in prison or dead from drug overdoses. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty raw. Yeah, I mean, the way we were living back then. I'm, she actually rescued me from that lifestyle. You're welcome. Like a stray dog. Like <laughs> she took things. me in. So he's like your human Leroy. <laughs> Basically. Actually. Was he as flea-ridden? Probably. <laughs> Less so. I took her in because when we were dating, her parents made her choose me or them. And they kicked her out. Took they didn't her, kick me out. I just chose you and I left. <laughs> took her car, her phone, everything. And she showed up at my door at my mom's house. and was like, hey, can I come in? And I took her in. And I we, could have gone home. We lived in my mom's room for like a few months. For one month. Yeah. Until we got our student loans and then we got our own apartment. And you got student loans and then you got your own apartment. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Still paying those off. I hope Joe Biden cancels mine. She paid hers off. Because I'm a responsible adult. I don't need Joe Biden's But help. if she didn't pay them off, she would have saved all that money if Joe Biden does come through. <laughs> that's Biden's platform. He's, he's running to save the love it's... <laughs> that's a pretty cool story though so you took you took her in she says she took you in either way you're here i mean i took her in initially and then we started a life together and by her influence sort of i stopped doing this hood rat life and started trying to be more of a mature adult well it's interesting you you have a a really strong dichotomy i think in your personality where you're this sort of rebellious like bad boy type but then you're also a vegan that loves you know plant-based luxurious plant-based and <laughs> <laughs> loves to like luxuriate in spas and has a very well-designed apartment with uh i mean i appreciate a feminine touch interior <laughs> yeah we, we love interior design yeah and in real estate it's like a hobby how do you feel about that dichotomy in eddie's personality he's sort of a man of extremes no no, it's, it's very much like me. I also enjoy the same things, but then at the same time, I'm a sex worker, and at the same time, she's a just one of the dogs too. Troll. You know, just <laughs> fourth dog. <laughs> that, that's what that very interesting to to me about you guys is that you are uh, probably the only, I guess, sex workers that I'm close friends with, or people that do something that unique and interesting, uh, and yet you're also just like very normal people that. Yeah, people always, like, assume that because she's a webcam model that she's going to be, like, this crazy person. But she's super... Um, her, so chill. She keeps to herself. She doesn't like to go out. She doesn't like to socialize. She just likes to stay at home with the dogs and, like, watch movies and stuff. I'm meant to live on a farm. I don't know why I'm here. That sounds pretty good. Alexa says the same to me, that we should live on a farm. She yeah, loves horse life. riding and uh -huh. things like that, so... And maybe we can all live on a farm together. We can get a commune somewhere or something like that. I'm down for a commune. I don't know what this means. It's like a where you, you share your uh, just spouses. just a, a large plot. <laughs> that's what that's Eddie's version of commune. I, I meant more of the in line of like eight farms that are side by side and in, in, oh, okay, in okay. a it's like a, a sustainable community. Yeah, like yeah. A, a sustainable. Okay. You live community. off the land. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't really know what a commune is, but I like that Eddie's. <laughs> 
first thought is just <laughs> do a wife sharing situation. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. It's this is a new tabib. All right, whatever. You guys don't know. Okay. That's pretty cool. And what do you got planned for this weekend? What's your schedule? Well, this weekend is a, one of the two days this month where we're actually working. It's going to be my birthday party on the internet. Get tips. Tune in. Tune in, Should yes. Tell them the link. No. <laughs> so that's how you make money is people give you tips, you said? Yeah, people give tips for a minute. Things. We make the, mo- the majority of our money from her watching people do weird shit. The majority of my money comes from one-on-one shows with customers who are very wealthy to be able to afford my permanent rate. And they're actually really cool people, like businessmen, bankers, doctors. And they're like not like into like sex. They're into like fucking weird fetishes. And like most of the times we just like watch gay porn together while I tell them how they're so gay. (laughs) And like with another one of my clients, he just like puts objects on his like micro penis, which is very small. And then I take pictures and laugh and say how I'm going to share it with everyone. And then she texts me pretending she changes a. my name in her phone to be like a one of her girlfriend's name. names yeah. and then this text me like hey look at this guy look at this guy's <laughs> little I'm dick i'm supposed to like yeah. respond back and she shows him like look text my friend my friend thinks your dick's hilarious <laughs> wow and this guy this guy gets off on that he enjoys oh, yeah it. he spends like thousands of dollars every time wow and there's a guy that wants her to bully his children. Oh but my not god! Like, not like in real to, life, just like verbally. Yeah, like, to talk badly. I just say like how the cheerleading squad bullies his son. I mean, he tells me, and then all I do is basically repeat the stories back to him, like how they bully him, and he cries when he goes to school. And that's and wild. Play. Or what about the Peter North guy? Oh yeah, and then there's a man who's like obsessed with Peter. I didn't even know who this man was. Peter North is like a porn star from the '90s. And there's a man who's like obsessed with Peter North videos. And all we do is he comes in my room, one-on-one show, and we just watch 90s Peter North porn while I comment what's going on in the video. That is, that's crazy. Do, mm-hmm. do you, I mean, the first time this happened, now it's like, you know, you're used to it. But the first time these sort of weird requests happen, were you like, wow, these people are really depraved? Or you just... Oh my God, the first time. It must have been years ago. I don't remember my reaction. I was probably oh. like, oh, this is so fucking weird. But this is great. It's so easy. Like, I don't have to get naked. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and where do you come in, Eddie, to the whole uh, performance side of things? Are you involved? Are Eddie you... used to be very involved back in the day. But under my new reign, as of the last six years... We Eddie used to do a lot of uh, threesome shows where we would hire girls. Um, back in Arizona, it was super easy. You just put an ad on Craigslist, and girls would just sign up constantly. And then she would interview like a bunch of them at, at once and pick yeah, one. Yeah, it was crazy, the amount of applications. I had interviews at Starbucks every Wednesday at 5, and it was like groups of girls coming to be interviewed. And, and like, here, we try to do the same thing. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Wow, America is a much more, I guess, open, wide, place. open place in They're terms of that. They're just open to sex work. They don't care. They don't mind if, like, here people are very conservative. They they care about, like, their other people's perceptions of them, you know. And to be fair, we were paying, like, $100 an hour, which in America is a very good rate to fucking fuck off and do nothing. I mean, it's so, an even better yeah. rate here. <laughs> they don't want but no one it. wants the hair, you know? Mm-hmm. Here you you couldn't if you if you paid them a million dollars they wouldn't be naked on the internet because they're too yeah. scared of what their 
family or friends. Oh, yeah. Things. Like one of my friends, like I don't want to say her name, but one of my friends just messaged me now. She's like, I want to do webcam. And I was like, you know, it's a little hard. She's like, I want to do OnlyFans. I'm like, well, you'll have to make an Instagram to promote your OnlyFans on. And she's like, I can't do any of these. I don't want anyone to see my face. And I'm like, well, this isn't the job for <laughs> All the you. girls in Europe are like, yeah, I want to do this. And then we tell them what it requires. And they're like, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Like they, they want to do it like secretly. Yeah, they want to do it secretly. Like not show their face. Which not like, do any you marketing. need to understand. It's like 2021. Literally, everyone is on OnlyFans. Everyone is on the internet. And in a sea of like a hundred thousand models, how are you going to stand out if you're the shy one who doesn't want anyone to know who they are? It's you're like having a business, no but not like putting your business out there not telling anyone about it's it. It's like having a falafel a bar, but you have no falafels. Like, <laughs> no, you have falafels. You just you have, have falafels, no but falafels. no one knows your falafel bar exists. You want to keep it a secret. It's like hidden everyone. in some back alley somewhere. <laughs> and no one knows how to get to it. Like. <laughs> so they got to promote the falafel bar, but they, they're timid in Europe. That's yeah. surprising to me though, in the sense that I've, I've read about how Hungary is like a capital of, Porn production, yeah, along with the Czech Republic. But does that not ex- is that not Hungarian girls that are involved? Or what, no, no, it, there are. This is how we did it here. We would hire porn stars. That was the only way we were able to do it. Okay, so it has, stars, it's, yeah. that's the difference. Is that in America you have some normal, we have amateur normal girls, girls, amateur girls, yeah. who amateur aren't girls in porn, who just yeah. like I want to make a thousand bucks or something. I want to make a hundred bucks, and then yeah. they say, okay, let's do this threesome. Whereas in Europe, it's more like either porn star or, or not porn star, but you're yeah. not going to get. Uh, Susie, or I guess in, in Hungary, it would be like Bogey off the door. street. And, uh, bogey next door. The bogey next door. You're not going to find bogey next door. You need to look into the upper echelons of the porn game. That's interesting. I didn't expect that. So people don't really know what, what camming and OnlyFans and the, the type of work that they involve to actually get exposure. I mean, that is what's very impressive. No, no, they know about camming. They just have a different kind of camming here. Yeah, here they have this kind of camming where... They do multiple websites at the same time, and they have a operator who is like messaging people for on them. their behalf. Like most of the girls don't speak English, so it's not like at all the kind of webcaming I do, where we're gonna watch gay porn and I'm gonna laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like impossible. this girl's one skill is doing sexual things while someone else while types talking. pretending to be her because huh. she can't talk because she can't speak English. It's like so weird. You're it's, so limited. Yeah, it's more like of a machine type thing where yeah. it's just very assembly line the whole point of webcaming is like a one-on-one interaction it's a personal interaction so it's weird when they have the interaction with someone else they don't know about like what do you think about the consumer side of things webcaming is never something that i've really been that interested in but uh what type of people are interested in webcaming is it from a consumer point of view is it everyone everyone Uh, runs the gamut from I mean, I guess it's mostly mid- middle-aged professionals. In terms of the top clients that actually can afford things? Well, the website we work on, there's a filtering and screening process. So we only get qualified customers that are going to spend money. Uh-huh. So our demographic is mostly middle-aged professionals. Middle-aged professionals yeah. Either on the East Coast, like either Miami and New York or L.A. Are you guys pretty proud of how far you've come on this journey together to be... I always appreciate it. I mean, I'm sick of this shit, but I'm grateful and I appreciate it. <laughs> is this an increasing thing where you're getting increasingly sick of doing it? I've been saying since 2018, I don't have much left in me. I've been <laughs> saying this to the executives of my website. I'm trying to get them to pay me like 300 grand a year to just represent their website, do nothing basically, and they won't do it. And I'm telling people like, 
I'm the queen of this website, but I don't got much left anymore. You're not the queen no more. You fell off. And here comes 2021, and you know what? When this year started, I say, fuck it. I'm not trying anymore. Like, I did my thing for 10 years. Now it's this man's turn to fucking casino gamble his way to riches because I'm not working (laughs) anymore. I'm on a hiatus. It's on me now. So is Eddie like the king of the website or is he more like a court jester? Eddie is the (laughs) assistant to the queen of the website. (laughs) I'm the princess. No. But Eddie, I, I have to say, you, you've given me some very interesting and provocative like thoughts on life in general. I've always uh, thought of you as like a philosophical grounding in my life. Or <laughs> wow, <laughs> better or for worse, I'm saying a lot. Really. No, it's true. I, I think the I've, I've had some some of the most stimulating conversations I've ever encountered have been with with you. Uh, our trip to Visegrad recently was spectacular. I got a lot of very good responses with that video. Oh, that uh, was so much fun. We went to Visegrad to make a Walking with Willie episode. and I keep telling people, like, yo, we have to go with Willie next time. And everybody is so down. Next yeah. time, you're going to have a group of people all with you. I love when you guys just, like, walk up to some random person's house and then leave. <laughs> <out there. laughs> We're like, wait, is this some house? And it was turning Eddie was talking about, like, DMT and the pineal gland. Because he saw <laughs> the pine cone on the top. <laughs> and next thing I know, he's just like, I think this is private property. Hey, yeah. We should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That was really funny. That was a great day. We've had some great days together, Eddie. And Maria. We, and it's, it's very fun hanging out with you guys, with Alexa as well. Uh, oh, I had fun with you both at Seagate. Remember that? When the three of us oh, were hanging yeah, out? Yeah, we went to the Seagate Festival together. What? Yeah. That was uh, 20 years ago. No, 2019. 2019? 2019, okay. yeah. Two years ago. You came for one night. You guys ended up sleeping over. I just went mm-hmm. for like... Uh, uh, cup of coffee but we <laughs> we rounded to a few different stages you guys had a fun night i think oh yeah you were with ash and the rest of those guys and yeah uh calman 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 great guy skater uh speaking of skating weren't you like making a skateboard documentary yes my friend veronica and i who, whom i have a matching tattoo with uh we we started the beginning of this project well, she started her own project, which was interviewing homeless people, and she finished that, and I, I, she showed me some of the clips, and I was like, wow, this is actually really interesting. So I came up with the idea, we should do this, but with skateboarders. So we started doing that. And how's that going? It's going good. It's nice. Getting a lot of good footage. I talked to our director of our documentary, Gabor, and asked him for some tips, and... uh because I had these forms that they have to f- fill out. And apparently, we interviewed a bunch of people who were under 18, and we can't do that. They have to be over 18 to give consent to be filmed in a project. Oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, fucking skate park, it's mostly like younger kids. What about travel? What, what's some places that you have traveled to since you've lived in Europe? Greece. We love Greece. Spain. We went to Santorini last summer. That was Portugal, a really good trip. Italy. Yeah, Greece, Spain, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Prague, Copenhagen, Prague, Copenhagen, Croatia, Croatia. Pretty impressive uh, list. Where? Belgrade, Belgrade, yeah, Serbia. Yeah, they, I would say they flew us out, but more like they trained us out there. Yeah. We trained ourselves out there. <laughs> Who trained you out there? We went for uh, the. We told you about the Lovitz, and there was like a film festival where they screened the film, and we went for like a Q and A and stuff. Yeah. 
How was that? Did you guys feel like, you know, like Hollywood stars or something? Or? Always. I mean, we did like a tour for this short film. We did a tour for the short film, yeah. We went to Split, Copenhagen, and uh, Belgrade all for this. The best one was in Split. Man, I loved it in Split. Okay. Really? First of all, she it was, was so much media coverage in Split. Everybody like was just They really on make you it. feel like a celebrity yeah. there. And then on top of that, it was fucking hilarious because in the middle of our live streaming interview, I was so okay. The night before, she was throwing up in a the night before we were on the promenade, and it was I love tropical summer storms, and it was such a huge tropical summer storm that like all the cafes and bars, like the umbrellas and sunshades were blowing over, like shit was flying into the ocean, and the power went out from how intense the storm was. Like the power went out like as far as I could see. And I was drinking, like, the best margaritas from the bar. And, like, when the power went out, they just turned on a bunch of candles and kept the margaritas coming. I was like, this is such a great party. I was, like, dancing in the rain, having the time of my life. And then the next day, my alarm wakes up because I have an interview with these people for the movie. And I'm just laughing hysterically. And that's when I realized I'm still drunk. I was like, this isn't good. (laughs) So we go to the interview. And then the drunk goes away and the hangover comes. And I'm about to vomit. And mid-interview, I just run to a trash can and start the throwing up. The guy was up. on oh, no. live. He's like, hey, I'm here with Emma and oh, Emma no. And like right when he goes to her, she's like, well, I was like, <laughs> do you guys have a video of that? I, I think yeah, we do, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. A video. Is, all, is all of that like media attention, does it feel surreal to you at all or is it something that you just come to get used to? We don't want any more of it. Really? No. So doing, doing an interview like this? Uh, no, no, it was fun back then. I just don't want that in my life yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. The first, our first major thing was 2013. We did for HBO. We did this. We had a segment in uh, Sex Now. Yeah. It was like a little thing about we were the webcaming. Pilot episode. Yeah, we we're the pilot episode, and that was great because we had so much. Like I looked at our Google Analytics, and it was a huge spike to our website. And I was like, "Wow, we got to get more of this." Mm-hmm. And over the years, she's just sick of any kind of media. Attention. I don't media want attention. attention. That's why I go outside in sweatpants and hoodies looking like a man. I don't want attention. Opposite Dave. of attention. Dave. That's interesting because I think that there's a stereotype of girls that post a lot. I mean, you're obviously in a very different category, but girls that would post a lot on Instagram and get at OnlyFans, maybe they have like a thirst for attention, but you have the exact opposite exact thing. Opposite, no, yeah. I think a lot of these webcam girls and like Twitch streamer girls and... They're very introverted uh-huh. in real life. A lot of my cam friends I know from like all around the world, like America and stuff, are very similar to me. Like we just do it for work. We don't want the attention in real life. Yeah, they post on. We social want the media attention just stuff. for money. Yeah, they want to make. They do it to make money, but in real life, they don't want that. They're total opposite. So it's like any other job where it's a trade-off for a high financial reward, and you might be doing something, whether it's like an investment banker who has to work twenty-hour days and he's making a lot of money pounding his head into the wall on a spreadsheet. In this case, a webcam girl is making a lot of money, but she's doing something that... She's, again, a pounding headache from those bright lights right in front of her. Everyone's head is pounding. They might like the attention <laughs> like through the internet, but they don't want that in real life. That's what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. So in real life, it, it, the, the attention that you get on the internet does not translate into a thirst for attention in real life. On yeah. the internet, Opposite. it's also only good when it comes with money attached. Otherwise, right. it's harassment. We don't want this. I see. Is there an issue with harassment and the webcam world? I mean, my impression would be that you would get harassed all the time, but that's that's not the no, case. No, I think uh, people just uh, try to compliment you, but it's just offensive. 
like, oh man, you're so hot. And I'm just like, involved. She blocks people for making compliments. Well, for a lot of girls, they do get harassed because they let people harass them because their personality is very forgiving and submissive. But her, she's like very dominating and angry. I'm not angry. (laughs) I'm not angry. I'm just. Especially uh, if she's ovulating. Every time she's ovulating, she blocks like a thousand people that day. Because everyone just gets on her nerves, like, oh, you fucking, what do you mean my hair looks good today, block? Mm-mm. And how do you feel about the men that are idolizing your wife in some respects? I don't. You don't, you, re- you just turn it off, don't really care? I don't, don't think about it. I'm thinking about other stuff. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Yeah, babe. I wish this loving gaze between me and Willie would translate over the podcast. <laughs> I think it does in some ways. <laughs> People can feel it. They can hear feel it. Feel the energy. They can, hear it. They can <laughs> might even be able to taste it. No, people ask me though. They're like, "Oh, aren't you like jealous or something?" Like, all these men are like jerking off to your wife, but I literally don't ever think about that. I know, I know it's happening, probably. But I just don't give it. You know thought. the reality. They see the screen friend, and then you know the yeah, reality of see, what goes into it. People are like, you know oh, it's man, not sexy. You know Emma it's like, is so beautiful. You're so lucky. That's what everyone says. Eddie, you're so lucky. Wow, this guy is so lucky. Because all they see is like this little snippet of reality. They don't know the real, real life behind the scenes. If they knew that, they wouldn't think I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You you were very. <laughs> lovely life i would say from my impression i know it's I'm, I'm not thinking in the same sense of like oh you're so lucky i mean obviously you're very beautiful maria but it's not it, that's not why i'm saying it but I, i'm just thinking you're lucky in the sense of you have a nice relationship and nice dogs and live in budapest yeah we got a nice yeah, life it's a good life yeah it's a good especially life. especially if you compare to some of the other people that you grew up with it's sort of impressive that you've i'm not overdosing on drugs i'm not in prison that's good Life's good, yeah. We're on the blockchain. I'm just You're trying. the block, I'm the chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And um, I don't know, you have any questions for me? Yeah, Willie. For me? What, what's for me? <laughs> you have any questions <laughs> for me? <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you have any like grounding philosophies in life? Eat pussy, not animals. Hey, that's what's up. <laughs> I like to pole dance. I started pole dancing two months ago. What does this have to do with Willie? And I'm just talking. Okay. And I, I really found that it's a really great exercise. I'm mainly doing it for athleticism. I want to be an athlete because I went my whole life without ever being able to do one push-up. I can do eight now. In but just a, two a, months. Re, a real push-up or eight, a knee eight push-up? A knee push-up, but That's I haven't okay. even been so able to do, do one of those. So you can do zero push-ups. Anyway, I can do eight now. And uh, the skill and, like, the advancement. It's kind of like Eddie with skateboarding. Like, he feels really proud when he learns a new trick. I can go upside down on the pole and the spinning pole with no hands. Wow. Yeah. What, only what's after the spinning two pole? Months. It spins around? Yeah, the spinning pole is when it spins. And, like, the closer oh, you are so to fun. it, the faster I've it goes. I've gone with her a few times to pole class. Pole class is great. And you did the pole class? I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah. amazing. He did at it a pole. few times. It's because he's a man. He has upper body strength. It's easier, but he has no flexibility. So, uh-huh. it makes up for Yeah, it. that's why I like to go to. Stretch and stuff. But yeah, we go with my uh, sex worker friend from Canada and my friend Rekha and sometimes Adi. And we have a great time. We do private pole dance lessons and our teacher is like champion pole dancer. She's so She's athletic. Very it's crazy. 
That's amazing. Yeah. And we love it. It's like my happy place. I saw actually you posted a picture the other day and you were doing a one-handed thing with your camera. That was oh, yeah. That's nothing. No hands is much easier to, I don't know why I was holding it, but those are my new leggings. I got pole dance leggings and uh, they're sticky, so they stick to the pole. So it's like easier than your skin having to stick to it. Nice. What about you, Willie? What do you do for recreation? (laughs) (laughs) For recreation, I like to go on runs. I take an incessant amount of videos of myself, although usually mostly clothed. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I bounce around the city. I like to meet people. You, I feel you go on adventures on a daily basis. This is what I envy about your lifestyle. I wouldn't say daily basis. I would say. Uh, regularly, regular basis, yes, and I think it's also. I wouldn't say it's the same where, like, oh, if people could see behind the curtain, they wouldn't think it's so cool. Because I think I usually do have fun, and it is really cool. But it does take work sometimes to. Yeah, um, I mean, I went with you. You're like studying the place you're going and trying to memorize the facts so you can relate that information in an entertaining way. You're this like is, a Hungarian this is a history difficult teacher. Job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It keeps me keeps me busy. I mean, not many people could do. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. No. No way. Yeah, all of our talents lie in different directions, but thankfully we have them for now, at least. What's your talent, Daddy? I just, I'm a man of many skills and talents. International man of mystery. Yeah, jack of all trades. What about the rest of your friends in Hungary? You mentioned you had some sex worker friends from Canada. You go pole dancing with. Uh, you met me, obviously, Eddie. Who else? Who else do you hang out with? I don't have to name any names, but I hang out with Michael. Who's Michael? The me and Michael, solid as they come. That's a song by MGMT. Mm. I'm watching his place. <laughs> this okay? So Michael's on an island right now. I've been. House Michael's on a plane him. right now. He's coming back. Okay, he was on an island for the last two weeks, and I was house sitting, and Maria and me cleaned his whole place and organized everything. The man's house was a pigsty. He, he's like it's like a bachelor pad. So his wife lived there like a few years ago, but she hasn't lived there for years, and he's never cleaned or organized since she left. Like her clothes were still hanging front center in the walk-in closet. Like his clothes don't even matter. We and did, she hasn't been there. We in did years. all this work. <laughs> And then, like, literally two days after we cleaned the whole place, someone broke into his place and, robbed and rummaged through everything, everything and just messed up all of our hard work. Oh, like wait, the somebody, timing. what did they take? Did they take anything? The yeah, shit. they stole random shit. Like, and do you have any idea who the suspect is? We already yeah, know. we know. It was a whole drama, bro. Is it somebody, I don't have to name any names, but is it somebody that you know? Yeah, it's someone we know. It's not someone I know. It's someone that Michael knows, and her friend told her it was this person because he was bragging about it at a party. And then uh, we told Michael, Michael calls the kid, he confesses and says he'll return it. And dude, this is the funny thing. So he called the police so we could make a police report on his behalf. So Maria could waste eight hours at the police station, She by was the way. at the cop station, and now I have to go and on Saturday again. But anyway... So the police are there, like a bunch of them. CSI, the full crime scene they investigation They had fingerprinting, squad. like dusting for prints, taking photos. Left their shoes on. I cleaned the floors. They were walking all over the place with their shoes. Anyway, 
the guy who did the robbery shows up while the cops, while the cops, are, cops there. are there. He came back to rob again after curfew. Returned to the scene of the, the crime. crime. No the next, and he walked yeah. into a full-blown like CSI investigation squad there. And he was looking so nervous and yeah. guilty. No and shit. I didn't know who he was. I was like, oh my God, someone just robbed Michael's place. Like They're taking fingerprints, checking all the security FaceTime cameras. I was on with Michael. And the, the cop comes in the living room and is like, hey, some guy is here looking for Michael. I go up. I'm like, I put my phone to the dude's face. And he's talking to him, and Michael's like, "Can you lift, like, lower your mask?" And it's the fucking guy who did it. Wow! And we didn't know what to do. We were like, "Should we like tackle him and <laughs> search him?" So what did you do? The guy just left playing dumb. He was like, oh, he, yeah. "Yeah, we just let him go." Are you gonna try to get him in trouble with the police now? I did my part. You did your part. So now it's just the balls. In. Wow, that's wild. And did you feel any responsibility while ro- watching Michael's apartment that it got robbed? No, well, it, it wasn't Michael's our fault. Dumbass fault. Yeah, it's yeah. him being stupid. I mean, we shouldn't say how it got robbed because, like, it could so, still happen. <laughs> yeah, we don't want someone else to do it. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, the there, there's, there's some flaws Michael needs to fix to okay. the entry of his apartment. Okay. <laughs> Let's not say which street he lives on. Hold it, sir. Okay. No, he's going to fix it right when he gets home. So That's good. So this doesn't happen. Straight from the island off to fix his apartment so it doesn't get burgled into it. No, 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 I was actually nice enough to reorganize and clean everything again wow. after the robbery. So that is quite nice of you. I'm such a nice friend. Very kind. But we transformed. Like, we really loved real estate and we, interior We love design. interior design. We basically so interior design that place. we just transformed that, yeah. that apartment. It looks amazing. We made it so homey. It's so nice now. Do you see, like, that could be a direction you went in the future, uh, away from the camming and into interior design? Yeah, I mean, that would be great. Yeah, we always wanted to buy our own apartment and renovate it. You know, in Hungary, you get a really nice house for like $2 million. Like, you get like what you get in Bel Air for like $25 million for $2 million in Hungary. They like, have contemporary super nice, mansions. Like, contemporary mansion with nice yard. Is that something you're striving for, to be like a homeowner in Hungary? Um, I think we want to go to Miami, but... I don't. Miami. You go. Beachfront. I don't want to go there. I like Europe. Are you allowed to go back there? I could. He's just lazy. You have to do a few things. Just get a lawyer to push some papers. Uh It's not a big deal because I have a social security number. I'm married to a U.S. He gets the stimulus check. He's not even American. He gets the stimulus check. (laughs) (laughs) So Biden's really hooking you up. (laughs) Or maybe that was more Trump. I don't know. Trump hooked me up. Biden's hooking me up. <laughs> America loves. I don't him. understand how American who doesn't even live in America gets, <laughs> has been actively removed from the country. <laughs> but they're, but they're, they're giving me money. Hey, I'm paying my taxes, bro. Yeah, I think that's, that's why cool. you're a taxpayer. Yeah. Oh, you still are a taxpayer. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Even though I'm officially unemployed, <laughs> it's funny because the taxes are in my name. But he's unemployed. But I'm unemployed. <laughs> It's a little wow. sexist of your country, Willie. Of my country? Yeah. You're an American. I'm not. You're a Croat. That's a right. Horvat. I'm the whoring Horvat. I've <laughs> been the whoring Horvat. <laughs> but really, we got to go with Willie on the next adventure. Well, that would yeah, be fun. Yeah, just on like a nice day, I would like to go. And now the weather is so good. Yeah, I just got to come back in time for medicine time. I got dogs. Well, we're going to be gone for a month from April 15th through May 15th in Where Spain. Are you going? Oh, Spain. nice. You guys can come if you want. Come mm, visit. I got I dogs. Come. I'll go. She can stay with the dogs. Like, you literally can't. Are you going to 
You're going to fly there? Yeah, we already bought the flights. We're going from here to Malaga, no, to Amsterdam, then to Malaga. And uh, Alexa's friend is uh, is pregnant, so we're going to spend some time there, uh, be near her. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I love Budapest, but it's always nice to get a little bit of break from the city and mm-hmm. yeah. just be in the sun. And I haven't really been near the sea and the ocean in such a long time. Me either, since like November, been a while. Yeah, it's just annoying to travel nowadays. We would love to travel. We're trying to go to Croatia next month. I mean, if fucking Tom and Vivian can go now, we can go next month. They're in somewhere random. They're in like an olive farm in the middle of... Like, they're close. I think they're close to the water, but it's more... They're literally on a boat from what I just saw on Instagram. Oh, now they're on a boat. They're like on the water. I want to go on a boat. Yeah. So that would be hard. Let's rent a boat. Too bad no one has a boat license. We're going to go to Mykonos in the summer. Oh, yeah. We're going to Mykonos with some Reka and friends. <laughs> some Reka. Speaking of which, uh, Tom said that we could try to call him. Should we try to call him and see how he's doing on the boat? Yeah, let's see what he's up to. So I'm going to give Tom a little bit of a call right now. Let's see if A little bit. Just a, a little, little bit, bit of a call. It's not going to be a lot of a call, but it's going to be a little bit of a call. Let's see if this works. He said, yo, 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 I'm around putting the phone on ring. I will even re-enable Facebook notifications just for you. Oh, what, what a, a nice, nice guy. guy. <laughs> Jinx, you have to take a shot. <laughs> All right. Babe, that's so disgusting. Willie, why do you drink so much? Oh, I'm sorry. You, Willie, are you an alcoholic? We don't have as to. As well. We'll just take a tiny, tiny little one. I mean, William, you're so drunk you spilled half it on the table. Willie, remember what I told you. Bitches ain't shit. Okay, just remember that. I didn't say that. I had another motto. What's your motto? What's your motto? Well, it, was, it was what I learned from you, but eat, eat pussy, not animals. What? That's your motto? I, that's a good motto. Mm. You can live by that. You're right, Maria. I, this is my last one, I promise. Mm-hmm. such a pussy. Shame. But Willie's a nice guy. Well, baby, you don't need a chaser for that one. Tom Bean in Croatia. Bob Tomasz. Is that his Hungarian name? Mm-hmm. Bob Tomasz. What Bob. was mine? Eddie the Horvat. Oh, okay. Didn't we have one before? It was like Gabor and something. All right, well, Tom is not picking up. Let's see uh, if he notices the Facebook notification that he enabled and might call us back in just a few minutes but if not maybe his reception is bad because he's on a boat maria do you drink any alcohol i uh i like red wine cabernet sauvignon that's good cab uh, i like to make cocktails i love making cocktails for my birthday that you're coming to i'm making uh gin and tonics with monkey 47 yellow botanical fentamins and dried rose petals it'll wow. be beautiful very fancy. monkey 47 yellow botanical fentamins so and they'll basically look petals. like light pastel yellow with pink rose are you excited really now i am i mean yeah. now is do we have your nipples erect about this the left one the right one still needs a little <laughs> work in there what else are you gonna put as garnishes uh, well, I got two different types of rosebuds. I got dried lime wedges. Rosebud. Uh, yeah. Cool. Basically, I keep it simple. That's very exciting. The last yeah. birthday, we used to have like a birthday crew. I think we yeah. always met on Every birthdays. time it was a birthday. It was my birthday, the pirate theme party at the house, and then we had Eddie's birthday, the Indian dinner with that random guy from England or something. He was yeah. like here visiting. Richie. 
Oh. Remember? Yeah. He just came. It was a nice little dinner, Salam Bombay. And then uh, we went to that beer place. Oh, my God. Leah, my Canadian friend, just said that there's a new Indian restaurant that just opened on October 6th Street. I've been watching them build it for a while. And quote, unquote, the flavors are so amazing. It's a wide array of spectacular flavors. We should order it for dinner tonight. Did they hire you as the marketing team? No, but I don't know what it is. It's a new Indian restaurant on October 6th. Crazy good reviews from Leah. And she's a foodie. What's it called? Crazy? What, what is it called? Crazies. You know, it's, it's called something. I'm actually quite curious right now. It's, uh, There's actually an Indian family that lives in our building, and every time I'm walking up the stairs, there's always the most heavenly aromas. It's Dabawala. D-A-B-B-A-W-A-L-A. Dabawala. Dabawala. D-A-B-B-A. Oh, Tom Bean's calling me. Okay. Dabawala. Here we have... Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready for Tom Bean and Bob Tomash? All right, now. Hello? Oh, sorry, Tom. We just got to get you on the uh, speakerphone here. My friend Pat, Vivian, Vivian and I are having fish at a restaurant. Second time been out to eat in the last eight months, and I'm drinking a glass of wine on the street. What are you guys doing? Oh, Croatia, is it open? What's the weather like, Tom Bean? It is amazing. Uh, it's like cooling off. I, I guess you guys know it's it like gets it's really hot in the middle of the day and then it cools off in the afternoon. Yeah, it's sunny and I don't know. It's like I don't know, fifteen degrees. My Celsius thermometer is pretty like not accurate. So you're it's almost sunset. It's sunset right it's now, sunset, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah we still probably have an hour of sun thanks to you know our friend daylight savings. Oh yeah. Good friend. Good guy. Well, I mean, thank you for taking time out of your busy vacation schedule to come chat and with us. And painting such a well, lovely picture. Now we're just chilling. Yeah, it's so cool that you guys are Croatian. I think I've fallen... Every time I come to Croatia, I fall in love all over again. But I want to move here. Yeah, my homeland. I mean, it has its charms. So where it's, it's where really are you cool. guys exactly, like along the coast? We're in Biograd right now. Ah, so nice. Rust, and we're, our house is in Rastanje. Okay, that's Which what's is, up. I'm jealous know, in that area. But you're from more north, right, Eddie? Yeah, I mean, I was born in the on the peninsula, but when we go, we always go in the middle and split. Right. Yeah. So we're just a little bit further south. Tom, we were talking yeah. before about the uh, the night that you met Eddie, and I said that you came back to the house after a night at Corvin Tattoo, and you were like, "Oh my god, I met this really cool American guy. He has tattoos all over his arms." He does something with like porn or something. Do you remember anything else about that night meeting Eddie? That probably sums it up. Yeah, that was so much fun. That was, uh, I'm just, it, that was one of the nights at Corvine Tattoo, the rest in peace, that wonderful club. So they all kind of mixed together, but I'm pretty sure I met Eddie and then, uh, we, I like, barely, I didn't know you at all. I just heard you speaking English and then we just met and then you took me through to the back room at Corvin's it's like whoa like whoa d- don't tell any more Maria's here I don't want her to know what no, we no, were no, doing no. There was, there was nothing, nothing sketchy happened there's just like a secret club in the back of Corvin's tattoo and then beyond the secret club there's a secret terrace oh and yeah the, like the outside area yeah it's like this weird kind of like not that attractive terrace and that we were just like smoking cigarettes and I don't know you were talking to somebody but and then you, you were just, I just remember you saying like, oh, fuck, I'm so glad, like somebody else who speaks American. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Dude, okay, because yeah. at that point, I was only talking to like 
non-Americans, and so their English maybe no, 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 just people from everywhere. But their English is sounds different. You can tell yeah. when someone speaks American English, and I hadn't heard that in so long, and it was so comforting to hear Tom Bean speak American English. Tom yeah, Bean yeah, yeah. speaks American English. <laughs> that should be on his resume. <laughs> that, that can be Tom's podcast. We get talking with William. Tom Bean speaks American English. <laughs> Few people hit the, the two-syllable Tom Bean as well as Edvin, Edvin over there. Few people do it. Do it Tom like Bayan. <laughs> cool, Tom. So uh, before we let you get back to paradise over there, what are your plans for the coming weeks? You got anything in store? Uh, this like maneuvering training, whatever, is going to go on for the next two days. Um, and then training? Are you learning how to be a, a sea captain? I already have my captain's license. This oh, is more just like he's a captain. Figuring out, like we, today, we just spent like three hours in the marina, just like parking the boat between <laughs> boats, and it just like, all like parallel like, park smoked. in the port. I almost destroyed like a three million dollar yacht. Today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like being way too aggressive, uh, but it's it was really fun. And then, uh, yeah, I'm actually we're gonna explore the real estate situation out here and just see if it's actually feasible Ooh, to uh, move out there get some i mean even like move out here also just like get some property like croatia is just this crazy like not really hidden but i don't know less discovered gem than some other places oh yeah, yeah it's, blowing up, it's been blowing up a, a lot in the last few years to buy some sick property it'll be like the new here. venice in five years totally yeah yeah i mean and, yeah, get a summer house. So much going for it. Let me interior decorate it. I was just gonna say we we know a couple <laughs> of uh, great interior decorators that are sitting across the table from me. If you if you're interested, Tom. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you guys could up my class a bit. I, my my interior decoration is much more chaos. <laughs> we'll hook you up. Don't worry. Organized style. All right, cool. So you're doing a little sailing, a little bit of just relaxing time in the countryside. How's how's your accommodation? Where are you staying? We're staying in this little house that is uh, completely off the grid. Water from rain, I think. I don't know. It's in some giant like container, and it's powered by solar panels. Nice. Oh, cool. cool. And there's a little pool. Is in a little olive orchard. And uh, yeah, we're uh, like I've, they gave us two bikes, and there's this pretty epic little mountain right near us that you can just like rip up to the top, get a oh. great workout, and then just, like, eat this amazing view with your eyeballs. And it so good. <laughs> I can almost hear the, the freedom just, like, leaking out of your voice, so it sounds uh, we, very nice. We all hate you Wait, very much, did you, did you have to COVID test to go there? Yeah, yeah, we got, we got a PCR test, like, within 48 hours of crossing the border, and then it was just, like, welcome. It took, like, two minutes. It was, it was very chill to get in. Wait, and they did it at the border? No, you have to present a negative oh, your test own. at the border. Right, Otherwise, right. they test you, and then you have to quarantine until the test is back. Oh my god! Okay. But they came to your house, didn't they, to do the test? We gotta, yeah. We, you can, yeah. There's like an ambulance that wow. comes, and you just swab your little throat, and then they. Oh, it's they, a throat swab. Not up the nose. Yeah. No, I've never got. I've, I've gotten like four tests, and none of them are up the nose. Oh, Great. thank God! I've gotten a couple up the nose, and there's. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. Yeah, I heard those are bad. I start yeah, like I have a horrible. Yeah, you what? 
No, I, I just start like sneezing and laughing, and it's just like a weird, uncomfortable situation. I just I don't know how the like the people that are giving the tests aren't exposed to like deadly corona. We have a friend who does this. Yeah. She has the corona now. Oh, she was. All right. You, you you sound like you got some uh, food to box up and 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 go tend to. So we'll let you go. Thank you for for calling in. That this was a real treat to talk to someone that's in Croatia while we're talking to a Croatian. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, have fun out there, I have many Tom. Questions Bean. about Croatia and I don't know all the surroundings, but yeah, I would enjoy the rest of the podcast. And uh, I'm missing I'm missing the tradition. Soon I'll be back. We're drinking rum without you. I'm not. Nice. What kind of rum? Maria's wasted. It's a uh, Ron Matusalem from Cuba. Seven years. Nice, nice. Seven years, seven years. Sweet? Or more more on the sweet or more on the spicy side? Kind of neither. I feel like it's very well balanced. It's 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 not like a sweet, overly sweet one. It's It's just a blend. But it's good. It's good. It's it's a very rum-tasting rum. There you go. Rum-tasting rum. What more can you ask for from a rum? Not much. <laughs> as long as it tastes like rum, it's a good rum. Yeah. Makes me want some more rum. All right, Tom. Bob Tomash, thanks for calling in. And uh, we will see you soon enough. Safe napot. Safe napot. Safe napot. Tell okay. Vivian we send our best. Yes. Tell Vivian I need a haircut ASAP. <laughs> All right, that is Tom Bean, uh, the boyfriend of Eddie and mine, Barber. <laughs> she's not a barber she's a hair stylist <laughs> it is, I spoke yeah, totally incorrect English the boyfriend of mine barber I'm telling you since I've been learning Hungarian I have just like decreased my English capacity yeah, yeah, no you know since what's I've so funny Europe, me too. every time Maria talks to someone who's Hungarian uh, she assumes that their accent and then she thinks <laughs> they'll understand her better if she speaks with an accent as well. My mom does that also. She's going to kill me when I say that because she listens to this. <laughs> I always hear it. Oh, God, your mom's going to listen to this? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, I'm so embarrassed now. Why? Why? Bitches ain't shit. Excuse me? Yeah, you should be ashamed. Okay, my m- real mantra for life is... Uh, respect all women. Respect all women. I was just about to say that. That is something that you've, like, honestly, off air, out of the public eye, when we're walking along the riverside together. I whisper into He strictly tells me, like, things that are straight out of just, like, the feminist manifesto, pretty much. I mean, I am a feminist, but but the true definition of feminist. Just out of curiosity, if anyone listening is interested, OnlyFans.com slash Emma Lovett, (laughs) E-M-M-A-L-O-V-E-T-T. If you join and DM me saying podcast with Willie, I will send you one free video. I wonder if anyone will join. I think that's a shameless plug. (laughs) Moving on. All right. I think that we can get some people. I actually saw (laughs) once I had like an Instagram friend in common with you and it was someone that I knew from South Africa. Wow. And he just followed you organically. So who knows? He might be a small world. someone that is uh, asking to be humiliated with a gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. Way to put him on blast. Yeah. No, no, I didn't say any names. <laughs> I didn't say any names. But that's true. Onlyfans.com slash Emma Lovett. E-M-M-A-L-O-V. Slash Eddie Lovett. Also, mine's better. And if you say... Uh, Willie podcast talking with Willie something about Willie <laughs> you, you will get one free video stop, stop. <laughs> you know it's funny because 
when I made our website, I made our own. I developed a website for us to sell memberships and her used panties. But she and her like, used what? Panties. Okay. Just making sure I heard that. These are a big seller. Oh my God. She had me put my boxers on there. And guess what the first sale ever (laughs) on her website was? Eddie's boxers. My boxers. That's 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 cool. You can put that on your CV if you ever need to apply for a job. (laughs) Successfully uh, sold (laughs) hair of used underwear underwear (laughs) online. Nice. Cheers, Willie. I don't have any rum. I've given up drinking for good after uh, good. after Maria, being shamed. After being shamed, dude, dude. Don't Shame. Do that. I have been actually this week in particular drinking a lot less, and it's 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 been very well, very good. You've it's taken been, five shots in the last hour, you guys. Six, my favorite five. number. So this is five. This five. Oh, we have to do six. I know the six. Do you have a lucky number or a favorite number? It was three back in the day. Half of six. Because I was seven. Seven. Well, this is the seventh podcast. So and I was born on the seventh. The seventh of April. April. Yeah. Four seven nineteen ninety two. I got three sevens in my passport number. I got three sixes in my passport <laughs> number. Well, that makes a lot of sense that you would have three sixes. And his are simultaneous too, like six. But six, did, six. didn't you say? Yeah, there's six sixes. Didn't you say my lucky astrological number? Oh, yeah, yeah, Based on, like, astrology, Eddie's lucky number actually is six. Really? And mine is five. Yeah. Can I figure out what mine is? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need your date and time of birth. Time of birth. That's I, a tricky one. You have to ask your parents. I want to say 1259. Like, I think it was... <laughs> as long as you know, like, within, like, an hour. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was right after midnight, because otherwise I would have been born on Valentine's Day. And it's interesting, my... Mom was born February 13th, and then Valentine's Day, and then on February 15th. But I'm pretty sure I was born just after Valentine's Day. So let's just say 1259. So find out for him. We'll let you know. Okay, we'll let you know. And, okay, so I have diamond tattoos, and people always ask me, oh, what's the significance? So diamonds are carbon. Carbon is the sixth element on the periodic table. Carbon has six electrons, six neutrons, and six protons. Wow. And we're all carbon-based life forms. Carbon-based life forms. That's cool. You, so you're, you're like a aspiring chemist and physicist? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to study organic chemistry so I could synthesize like MDMA and stuff. But it was too complicated, and I just didn't want to go through all that. You just buy it. You. And resell. <laughs> but no, now when I'm doing all this crypto trading, it's just a bunch of numbers. Like you see numbers all the time. And I, I keep finding these patterns of three sixes. It's just Eddie going crazy. <laughs> so many times I've seen like 6.66 or 666. What happened? Does he like run into the other room and go, babe, 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 I just found the pattern? I know movie, A Beautiful Mind. It's yeah. just Eddie's becoming less. <laughs> or Rain Man. That's, is that Matt, Matt Damon or is that what? No, that's the schizophrenic man. Oh, yeah. Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. yeah. That's like the third time. I'm thinking of Good Will Hunting. We've been on a roll of watching 90s movies lately. Man, they knew how to she make them back She never watched then. Friday until I just like Friday. two days ago. It wow. wasn't that great. What about Friday after next? Uh, no. I and then there's next Friday also. But Friday's the original. So many good things came from that movie. Yeah. I do showed you, her Forrest Gump. Do you believe Kim Kardashian? And now it's her favorite. Drinks blood. Is that true? I think so. Human blood? Many of her nannies have left because of it. 
real human blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get like a blood transfusion at like a spa, but okay. she drinks it. But this is the QAnon conspiracy theory that no, no, no. all the Democrats are drinking like baby blood. Just the Kardashians. <laughs> right? Conveniently, <Do> you- <laughs> just the Democrats have stumbled upon no, this. No, do you know about this? QAnon? I mean, I, yeah, I, I know a little bit about QAnon. It's kind of batshit insane. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. They think that all these politicians are like drinking babies' blood to stay young forever. Why babies? It's not babies. The, the, it's the like thing is, consenting people who donate their blood like in their 20s. And it's not, it doesn't do anything. The thing about the QAnon side, it's like, you know, politicians are evil enough. I don't know if you really need to, like, create this whole conspiracy about blood drinking. (laughs) Not all of them. There's a lady in Thailand who became a politician just to save the elephants. Oh, of course. There's there's some great politicians. I I say that sort of like... We're talking about in America. No, but I mean, I I personally, I happen... We saw, got Nancy yeah. Pelosi. She's so great. The way she rips up Donald Trump's papers right in front, <laughs> right next to him gives no. That fucks. was pretty hilarious. That caused a lot of. Uh, that was great. Like I almost feel like she did that specifically for the internet. Dude, age. she is so bad. With I energy. think she just did it because she felt in the moment. You know, I don't think she. Was Nancy Pelosi that. though, she's like eighty-eight. No, not eighty-eight, but I think she's early eighties. So fabulous. Early eighties. She yeah. looks pretty good. I think she's almost like a billionaire. I mean, but that's where you can see the conspiracy theories starting to mold and melt is when you have like these super rich sort of cyborg-looking individuals. Cyborg-looking. <laughs> I mean, she could just get plastic surgery, yeah. or maybe she drinks blood. We'll never know. But you know, it's funny that this whole conspiracy theories. I feel like it's so much more prevalent nowadays, and in Europe. Like in Croatia, every person I would meet had all these wild conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories are definitely becoming more and more just theories. Like they're not real. It's it's sort of. Do you believe in the aliens that live uh, underground currently, and they basically protect us from like blowing each other up with atomic bombs? And once we're advanced enough, they'll let us join their federation. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, now that it's Think been presented it. to me. This is and it's not just one race of aliens. It's like actually like three or four different races of aliens that live here. And one of them, the Anunnaki, created us using monkey DNA. And then they modified our gene Bro, code so we would only live up to 120 years. To this website with all these videos about this website. kind of shit. Anyway, and then the Sphinx in Egypt is actually just a portal to another galaxy. I thought you said it's can- the Great Pyramid. No, 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 and the Sphinx. It's a portal to the Leo galaxy, the Leo constellation. There's like a wormhole door there, and it's what the aliens use to go back home and come back to Earth. And basically, there's like a lot of wormholes <laughs> all space. around Earth. <laughs> I'm very excited that's, about it. It's how the Mayans left. You ever wonder how the Mayans just disappeared? They had one of their own wormhole doors, and the whole like 12,000 Mayans went through the door, and now they live somewhere else in the universe. And do you, do you believe that or it's just... Some- no, no, like I fucking totally believe in wormholes and aliens. This is the thing. I don't know if she's for real when she says this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, because I taught her when, when we first met, she was like a Christian because her family is like Christian conservatives. And I told her like God's not real. She didn't believe me until I started making her watch science documentaries and stuff and Stephen Hawking convinced her that God doesn't exist. Okay, God's but she not didn't real, take but it from me. Many gods are real, like the Indian god goddess Kali, destroyer of evil. Many people <laughs> see her when they smoke DMT. So we always watch like science stuff on YouTube, on everything. She knows about science. But she have you ever smoked holes. DMT? I love black holes. 
So I don't know if she really believes this stuff or if she just likes it like astrology, okay, like it's you, fun. How can you believe in black holes, which are real, but also not believe that there's wormholes on this earth that will transport you to other planets? Because we know black holes are real. Wormholes and we know are these wormholes are real because the Egyptian government won't let you investigate them because they're hiding secrets. <laughs> That's how we know. <laughs> that, that, that I will say that I've heard a lot of rumors about the Egyptian government specifically being very difficult with people researching stuff. Yeah, Not about wormholes, but like for for instance, <laughs> uh, the Sphinx and actually the, the Sphinx has like water erosion marks. Yeah, the Sphinx is like ten thousand years old, bro. Much older yeah. than they say, and they, yeah. the Egyptian government's very militant about protecting the anyway, fact that it's three. And apparently, years old. under the Sphinx's left paw is a secret library filled with transcripts that the Anunnaki wrote when they built the humans. <laughs> the Anunnaki. I never yeah. even heard about the Anunnaki. Please, I can't. Anyway, I can't you know the Sumerians, like the old ancient Sumerians, like the world's first language the first like stone tablets the yeah, yeah, yeah anyway they are basically like fish lizard people <laughs> and they are the reptilian gods who made humans what about mark zuckerberg Is he so they wear like fish hat heads but really they're lizards i think mark zuckerberg maybe you've seen him got, like, water it's it's weird i think maybe they abducted him and did something to him the first time i was convinced that mark zuckerberg might not actually be human was him. that uh sun sunscreen picture oh with you the know, white when, face. He, when he has the white face and he's like like he just looks Surfing. like a freak uh, uh, i'll look it up i i don't even i mean he could just be a normal guy is but actually like, the best kind of sunscreen a lot of people get abducted by aliens and don't even know and like some people want to get abducted oh, by aliens. Okay, so I'm reading this book about DMT, and it says that most of these alien uh, encounters are from DMT trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I love DMT, and I smoked DMT one time, and I went to the lobby. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. the one. And basically, it was like this cool place with just fractal patterns everywhere, and everything was just an orb of energy and bright light. You, so you did DMT one time? Like fully did DMT, like like all the hits, like as much as I could. We until gave I was her no a, longer the here. fresh crystals and a brand new like. Do you know you smoke DMT thing? out of a crack pipe? You don't smoke it's, it's it. It's a crack pipe. It's a vapor. You make it into vapor and inhale the vapor. I've never, I've never done. It DMT. was such an experiment, experiment, experience. experience. But holy shit, William! I left this planet and I literally met four aliens. Who wanted to take me to meet the grand one through this door that looked like fucking heaven and I was so scared and I told them no and when I said no they let me go and I came back to earth but it was like the craziest hallucinogen trip of my life like it was a hundred times more than like shrooms or acid it was like the craziest shit of my life eyeballs everywhere my fingers were so long like that's wild that like because a lot of people report having similar experiences and right? it only lasted yeah. like one minute yeah I mean, they did a study with like 1,500 participants and 80% of them or more were all described meeting some kind of entity. I met my guardian angels. I figured it out. That Their wanted names. to teach them something. Yeah. My so, mind didn't want to teach me anything. They were just like, hey, you want to go through the door? You wanted to come here, right? And I was like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did they have names, the guardian angels? No. No. Just anyone. They were just floating orbs of energy. And I was a floating orb of energy, too. Like, I kept trying to look, and I had no body. I was just like, ball yeah, of light. When you go on a, on a full dose, everything gets replaced. Everything disappeared. Like, it was like, not nothing is this normal. Earth. It was literally it like scary? another dimension. It no, it was fucking exciting. But when they kept getting me closer to the door, the bright light, then I was, like, kind of scared. If she went through the door, it would have been... I think I would have died. Like, it literally felt like I would have died if I went through that door. Ego death. That's happened to me once with 
an acid trip and that's the only time I've ever really experienced this idea of ego death. And it really much, it really did seem like I was entering the earth and I was going to be like swallowed by the soil and like taken into like mother earth itself and never come back from it. And I I was convinced that I would, I would not wake up. So, So that does make you question like, why is that objective experience happening? Obviously in a subjective matter, like it's happening to you specifically, but why are so many people experiencing the same type of thing? Maybe it's because we all have similar experiences and perspectives. I think this place is always there. I think it's real. It's like another dimension that's real. It's not a hallucination. It's always there, yeah. And I think we can only access it like when we unlock our mind like that. But well, then that goes back to the conspiracy side of things like the Ayunaki, right? Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Like, why does someone specifically know all of their secrets? Because the Sumerians wrote it all down. So back in the ancient, I mean, I do, I do, I do genuinely believe that back in the ancient past, before we have recorded history, there's plenty of things that could have happened that we have no idea about. I think it's very arrogant to assume, like, no, that can't be true. No, dude, there were such advanced ancient civilizations. But back it's in also the day, a gar- like, arrogant to say, like, yes, this, it's aliens. Like this, ex- if, if you say this exact thing has to be true, yeah, that's what proof. she's saying. I don't. That's why I don't like but about the, it. Ancient Egyptians were smart. I'm saying it's a possibility, sure. The ancient Egyptians were hella into black magic. Like, they were smarter than us, I think. And not even them, but the Atlanteans, they were super technologically (laughs) advanced. But with acid, it's like you're still in the normal reality. It's just altered. Uh And then with DMT, your whole entire reality is gone. I would much rather do DMT. It only lasts a minute. Way cooler. Isn't there also ayahuasca? Don't do it. Which is like Ayahuasca is the same... It's like you're eating the DMT, and then you, the brew is has all these leaves in it that make it so it's actually active, and that is like a way longer experience. And you get sick, you like throw up, and you shit yourself. <laughs> Have you done it? <laughs> no, but I mean, this is a we know a shaman who does this for people. It's like that for everyone. Like you can't avoid the body expulsions. It's disgusting. I think smoking the DMT is so much more efficient and... Well, it sounds quicker, cleaner, it shorter. It smells yeah. terrible. Like, have you ever smelled DMT? It smells like burning plastic. Like, someone lit a Tupperware on fire. That's what it smells like. I think I did smell it when we were leaving uh, the apartment that you guys... Michael's? No. It was like a few weeks ago. Huh? Where? It wasn't that the, oh, the, the apartment with the, the jacuzzi? Or no? What? There was no DMT. We did there. not. Never, never, never mind. DMT is a spiritual thing, not a party substance. Excuse me, I apologize. I just there was something weird on the outside of the apartment. It smelled weird. I think Maria farted probably. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and what about the future? Like, how do you guys see the next few years? Are you going to be in Budapest? Are you going to move elsewhere? Um. Well, I would like to live somewhere. More we were tropical. planning to move to Vegas. Miami. We're not going to move to Miami. We were planning to move to Vegas. Yeah. yeah we we want to start a webcam studio there. We were supposed to do it here, but it's too hard. I just want to live in the desert again. I kind of miss it. Like, so, no winter. But Miami is the same. No winter beach. And they have, like, really cheap real estate I mean, out there. so does Florida. Florida's crazy, bro. But me, I kind of want to live in Berlin for a little bit before we go no. back to America. There's so many places I want to live in Europe before we go back. I want to live in Paris, but my husband won't because the apartments aren't big enough for him. I don't want to live there. The I average want to visit. Parisian apartment is 40 square meters, like 500 square feet. What do you want from me? They're small. 
Are you going to say, I, I just don't want to leave you, you really, like... I just really want to live in Paris. I want to be like. What would I do if I lived in Berlin or Vegas and Willie wasn't there? I'll come visit you. No, you won't. Croissant, spaghetti. We have have the rest of our lives, Eddie. We're gonna we're gonna have many meetings in many places in Paris. This is the first time we've even seen each other. We've seen each other like twice this entire year. I know. What's wrong with you? I'm just saying, like living in the same city these days doesn't even mean that you see each other that frequently. I see her every day. We live together. Block and the chain. Block and chain. <laughs> she changed our company name to BD Blockchain Media LLC. I didn't know it was going to be such a hassle. Now I have to change that on everything, like all accounts, everything. I have to update it. But yeah, blockchain media. We're new age. Because I, I read an article if you add blockchain to the company name, it just goes up in value. Add blockchain to the company name. Are you going to make a rap? Oh. We add blockchain to the company name. Selling NFTs in the rain. Slang and cane. Oh, God. Slang and cane in the rain. It's all about the fame. Now the cane's wet. No one's going to buy it. Who do you have to no blame? No dope. Who can supply it? Oh. <laughs> What's your rap name? Dave. Lil Dave. Lil, Lil Dave. Dave. <laughs> Bro, she changes her personality so often. So she was troll for like two years. A year and a half. And I got a the fucking bridge house. The bridge I got troll. a T tattooed on my leg for troll. The next day she changes her name to Dave. <laughs> so I went from troll to Dave. So now I have a T for no fucking reason. <laughs> it's for the memories. For the memes. But yeah, they're finally renovating the bridge, the Seicheni Bridge. Yeah. The Nancy. bridge was crumbling. It was literally falling apart. Well, I hear apart. it was about to like collapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they why were, I had to leave. They were supposed to renovate it like <laughs> years ago. But you, can't, you can't walk across it anymore. No, you can still drive closed, across it for yeah, a little. Yeah. They say it's going to finish in the fall of 2023. If it's What? Two years? Two years, yeah. But it, I mean, that's what it says on all the signs. Oh, my God. But if it finishes before like spring 2025, I'll buy you a Christmas dinner. because I, I. You think it'll take that long? I don't know. Usually, Hungarian building projects like go on a little bit. Usually, all building projects go on. Don't a little you guys bit. miss terraces, like restaurant terraces? Yeah, I mean, I miss everything about rooftops, rooftop bars. Oh, the high no rooftop bar has that uh, float on the Ganges banana cocktail. Mm. <laughs> I want to go to Leo. Leo still have not been. Every time we try to go, it was full guest list full. What's Leo? Rooftop bar. Rooftop bar uh, right by the bridge they're remodeling. It's crazy how many things are like not available in Budapest right now. Yeah, did you be. hear? They said 30 to 40% of the restaurants will never open again. And 30% of beauty salons never open again. It's like so much stuff is closing. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah. Simpla said they had like 100 something employees and now they have 10. The man who used to work in one of the restaurants in our building, he was a waiter. And now he's homeless because the restaurant's been closed for a year and a half. Well, that's that's honestly that's what crazy. frustrates me about the Hungarian coronavirus response because I'm very much they don't support businesses. Yeah. They don't support businesses, and also like they just they they went so hard in November and like this curfew, everything's closed, and the cases went out of control anyways because of things like lack of testing and like. And now it's like more hardcore than ever, and the cases are more out of control than ever too. It's and you like, can't go any further. You can't like now yeah. shut. You can't shut restaurants down twice. Like they're already shut down. So you get it's they're stuck and now they can't reopen. It's just it's a mess. It's honestly a mess. A lot of people got screwed over. And they're right. The problem is the international travelers who travel for business. Basically anyone can make this bullshit paper. So like all these people coming over for business so they don't have to get tested or anything. This is like such bullshit. They don't have to quarantine. I blame them. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of problems. I, lack of testing is honestly a huge issue because there was many more people with the coronavirus. I mean, you guys even said it back in like February of last year when it first started to come out. I remember you two were sick, really badly sick. Yeah, in January. And then Alexa got sick in March and you were like, well, definitely a lot of people had it already. Yeah. And I think that was probably true back then. And it's probably true that a lot more people had it during the past few months. I think that old COVID, like the OG COVID, I think it's gone. I think now yeah. we're on that new it's age the COVID. Ones, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I really think a lot of people already had it and we just don't know. I mean, for me, you know, I, I definitely am not like someone that says COVID's a hoax or like, like wear a mask, wear a mask for sure. Wear a mask, do all these things, try to stay safe, get vaccines if you can. But I'm, I don't know, the, the, the indefinite shuttering of businesses just seems insane to me. Yeah. It doesn't seem sensible, sensible at all. You could have left it open and just used masks and done like outdoor stuff and, you and know it would what have been I don't understand like why close the restaurants when the schools are going to be open when you're going to have like 20 kids basically with no masks in one room who are all going to go home and get their parents sick it's like what was the point of all these other precautions and then you also have like the illogical uh eight o'clock curfew so shops close at seven and then everyone's everyone rushing, rushing to the, the grocery store at it's the like, same time let's yeah. create a petri dish of <laughs> as many people as possible inside an aldi for two hours and say oh no the coronavirus is going to go to sleep yeah. at eight o'clock like i like to that go to the little because they have like some stuff i can't get everywhere else and every time i go the line is like through the store to the back and but I'm then like, on the oh same token for me individually like my life has been in a steady line just for the past three months that I've been here, there's been no difference. I mean, I know the cases are going up, going down restrictions, but I've just been sort of like living and I do miss the nightlife. I miss the mass gatherings of people. Cause that's something that I used to enjoy. Probably Maria, you're not the same. I, with that. I don't care about mass gatherings, but I miss brunch. I miss like spa days. I miss and restaurants, brunch, restaurants, ha- terrace, have a glass of wine, Gerbad, like sit on their terrace, have a cake. People watch everybody of Oro Smarty. Like it was nice. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Like, when when is life going to return to normal? Well, they're supposed to make curfew ten o'clock after Easter, I think, right? Okay. Rumor is, according to my Hungarian friend who has a business here, rumor is next Friday things might be able to open. But my like other, outside. the people who own the nail salon I go to, stay at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So either way, I think by the end of the month, freedom. Full freedom. I mean, maybe like. Like a little bit at a time for you. But it's kind of wild. You know that we literally have the highest death right now in the entire world. And it used to be the opposite. It used to be the opposite. And it was so arrogant, so (laughs) arrogant to assume that, oh, like people were saying, oh, the Hungarians got vaccinated in the 70s so the virus didn't spread. Or like it's people literally thought that we were just going to be this exception. Like, of course not. Why, Why would that happen? The virus doesn't respect national boundaries. Anyway, every conversation at one point or another returns to covid and ours has and now i think we should get it away and yeah potentially maybe in the next uh 10 minutes or so we can wrap up if you guys have any abiding thoughts on life grounding philosophies, grounding philosophies. i've never been asked this question what is a grounding philosophy Something like what like, do you live your life what are your values do you have a value system? i want to protect all the animals and help as many animals as i can and homeless people. I like to pick a homeless man to take care of. And the one I was taking care of most recently, I can't help him anymore because the other day I walked by and he was drinking with a bunch of other homeless people. And I cannot support this. So I see. I just like to help people and animals. That's nice. That's a, that's a good, admirable, yeah. grounding philosophy. That's help what's... others. 
Help others. Help others is much more admirable than what Eddie said. What's my ambition? Yeah, okay. (laughs) No, respect all women. That's my mantra. Yeah, I just want to... What makes me really sad about Hungary is Hungary has, like, one of the highest rates of factory farms. Like, they make so much murder here. It's so sad. Yeah, I really don't like that. I hate when we drive by, like, a... One time we pulled over at the side of the road because I had a pee, and I just realized what we pulled over in front of was a pig slaughterhouse, and I I just got so depressed. I was like, I want to go in there and take one, but they had like such security, like such big fences. I was like, oh my god. You know, it's so deplorable, and uh, like it, it just eats away at your soul. That's why I, I kind of distance myself from the whole veganism thing because it's so depressing, and I don't like feeling that way. Mm. Yeah, that's why I don't go on Facebook anymore. I support a dog shelter here in Hungary, FAPF. They're great. But I couldn't go on their social media anymore because it just broke my heart every time. Like, I mean, they do great work. They help dogs Mm -hmm. who really Mm -hmm. need help. And, like, same case. Like, when we foster dogs in Croatia, we got some, like, horror story shit that happened to dogs. And, like, we had to rehabilitate them from, like, the craziest conditions. And that stuff was just, like, heartbreaking. To me, it's the pigs. Like, the pigs are so smart. And they're such social animals. And for them to be just bred in the billions and tortured their whole lives and turned into products, it it breaks my heart. Or elephants in Thailand. During COVID, a lot of Thai people lost their jobs. So now they're like basically pimping out their elephants and they give elephants to the logging industry. And these poor elephants have to like drag these heavy logs all day, every day. And it's terrible for their backs and stuff, which is why there's this nice Thai lady who's like going around changing the laws and rescuing the elephants. Yeah, but when I think about it, I think about pigs. Because way more pigs exist than elephants. Yeah, true. It's can like you guys billions and billions. Continue with this topic for just 30 seconds while I run to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah pigs. Thanks. So what sad. You, what should we do about this? Or you know what? It's Easter on Sunday. Baby lambs. Baby lambs are so innocent. Wait, even... isn't lamb a baby? Lamb is a baby sheep. Or is baby lamb its sheep? own animal? I think a lamb is means a lamb. it's a baby, right? Huh. No, that's, that's a lamb is veal. a different animal, dude. Veal is, veal baby, is baby, baby cow. cow. Anyway, I don't let our dogs eat lamb or a pig or a cow for these reasons. These are highly exploited animals. So what do you let them eat? Right? I let them eat wild pigeon, chicken, duck, and seafood and uh, venison. And I can't it. believe pigeon is like some gourmet food. Dude, they eat wild pigeon from the like Sahara in Africa with like some blueberries. It's like a flying city stuff. rat, <laughs> but yeah. it's, you go to a Michelin star restaurant and it's a pigeon, pigeon for dinner. Or the worst is when we went to Costas, Michelin star restaurant, and one of the courses they brought was literal a can fish, fish in a can. I was like, what? <laughs> It was like a was tin so can gross. with like yeah, jelly. Yeah, like a tin can with like some fish fat with a little fish in it. it I, I couldn't jelly. eat it. I couldn't eat it. Like jello. I was like, this one? Nope. <laughs> nope. The strangest thing I've ever eaten. Oh my God, I couldn't eat this. I was a kid at my grandma's house, Serbian territory of Bosnia. And um, I went to visit my grandma. I was like 12 years old. I just got like here from Arizona. You know, I'm not used to seeing crazy shit. My grandma comes to me with a silver platter with like the lid on it. And I just woke up, like I wake up late, it was like almost noon. I just woke up and my grandma's like, oh, we're having lunch. Everybody wanted this, but I saved it for you because I'm my grandma's favorite. And she (laughs) lifts the lid 
And on the fucking platter is a brain, like a whole ass brain. What was a pig brain? I was like, Grandma, what is this? And then my mom came and my mom's like, no, no, she's never seen this. Like, I was so traumatized. And my mom's like, oh, it's pig brain. It's a delicacy here. And I was like, no. Like, I, I was crying all day. And then another time, my grandma's in the backyard. I just go outside. Like, it's a nice day. Thinking everything's going to be cool. Thinking shit's and sweet. I turn the corner into the backyard, and there's my grandma, like, right as I look, chopping the head off a chicken. And I was just mortified. Like, so much traumatizing shit happened on that family vacation. And, yeah, some of the strangest things I've seen but not eaten. This is like a Balkan thing. We used to put, a, like, a stick through a pig and roast it over a fire. I think that's a Hawaiian thing, too. Is that Hawaiian? Yes, I think but, I they mean, made it. We do that here... I they mean, do that in this part of the world. They do that in a lot. I don't support this, no. And I remember being like five years old. I think it's called old, a rotisserie. My dad let me like rotate the pig. But now that, that, that shit's like... Disgusting. Yeah, it's like traumatic to me. So you used to be a meat eater? Yeah. Back when you were a kid. And now, no. The last time I ate meat... I, was, I, still, uh, I still eat meat. I still eat chicken sometimes. I was 21. I used to love baby back ribs, barbecue. And we were sitting at our apartment in Scottsdale, and I had this beautiful plate of baby back ribs from Trader oh, Joe's yeah, I remember that, that I made myself in love. And, and I sat down, and I was so looking forward to the taste of my favorite ribs, and then something clicked in my brain, and I just started crying. And Eddie's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I can't eat meat anymore. And that was the day I went vegetarian. I just stopped eating meat. No pig, no cow, no chicken. Just For me, we were on our first ever trip as a married couple to Sedona. We were at this really nice resort. And we brought some mushrooms with us, and I was tripping balls on shrooms. It was a hardcore shroom trip. And it was we, hilarious. We had we went to the dinner. It was so nice, like outside, everything was fancy. After we were, and done I ordered. Tripping. I'm like, I'm on vacation. Let me order a steak. It'll be great. So I get this steak, and I'm high on shrooms. And I'm just like, I'm eating. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like a person's body. I'm eating, and it just clicked in my brain. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do. Well, this. I do feel like, I mean, how. Again, speaking of arrogance, how arrogant is it to assume that animals don't have as complex communication systems as we do? Oh, they do. Have we you know seen a dolphin's brain? They do. Oh, yeah, well, they of do. course. So, so, like, one day we're going to be able to communicate with them with advances in technology. And I mean, you can communicate with dogs already. Right. Through the field, same, like, like, neural substrate that we have that gives us our subjective experiences, animals have the same thing. So I do, I do suspect, and this is coming from a meat eater, as I know that I'm a morally bankrupt individual, but regardless, I feel like in 300 years, I'm going to be looked at as like the same Barbarian. as a slaveholder or something like that. Cause we are just subjugating these animals to insane conditions. I think the yeah. ones who own the factory farms are the worst. I had this great idea where like we kidnap the factory farm owners and <laughs> we make them smoke DMT so they can be enlightened and oh, see yeah. how wrong it is. Me yeah. and her and Michael, we've had these talks where like, what should we do? We have to do something. We have to start a spiritual revolution, and so that we'll end the like animal slavery. And we figured out that if all these people in charge would smoke DMT, they would see the error in their ways. Yeah, the world would be good. a better place. Now, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and there's a guy on there called Graham Hancock, and he's like an alternative historian that talks a lot about Egypt and the uh -huh. same thing yeah, 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 that you were talking yeah. about. Not necessarily aliens, but definitely like the world is much older than we think it is. We've lost a lot of, and he proposed. That all politicians, before they take off office, they're Should. required to do like five ayahuasca or yeah. DMT experiences. Some kind of psychedelic. Yeah. Definitely DMT, though, the best. Because time. it opens your eyes to a greater world than you know. Yeah. Because when you're just sober, that's the 
mindset that you evolve to be in for survival. And there's so much more to the world than what you need to survive. Not genetic cash. What's that? Very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, this has been a lovely, lovely chat. I feel like I know you better than I did before. And I already feel like I knew you pretty well. So thank you so much for coming on. All right, Willie, put your shirt back on. We don't need to see your nipples. (laughs) (laughs) We've been getting real intimate here. Is there anything else before uh, we say goodbye for good? That you respect would? all women. Good. Respect all animals. Respect all women. Respect all animals. And eat. Plant-based? <laughs> Pussy, not animals. <laughs> as the back of Eddie's calf <laughs> says, yeah. as, as in addition to all the other wisdom that you've given me over the years, you've, you've certainly given me that. So thank I've you very much. I've tattooed all my wisdom on my body, just so Willie has it as a reference. You'll be able to buy it as a t-shirt very soon. <laughs> Thanks again to uh, Eddie and Maria Lovett, or Eddie and Emma Lovett, and Eddie and Maria Goribovich. And this has been another episode of Talking <laughs> with Willie. Lucky number seven. <laughs> we will see you very soon. Sape Napot. Sape Sekat. Sape Sekat. Sape Sekat. Chocolate.